Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. To the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, come on, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience. My name is Simon. That's so needless. (laughs) What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamar, Desperate December is almost over. Did we even get a piercing? Happy New Year! No, I think we came up three short, but uh, that, I like and How's subscribe. I like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Tickle the algorithm. Join the Patreon. Uh, this week, a big shout out to Joey M. Joey! What up, Joey? Kept the fight live, but as we are recording this... Uh, but you're going to pierce your ears anyways, we, right? We could. We could see some piercings, but um, no. Uh, he wanted to, so... Something could happen tonight or tomorrow. And technically, they would have made it in, so... Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, the, the... Yeah. It is a new year. Happy New Year, boys. Um... Yeah, join the Patreon. 2024. Hit the like button. Notifications, leave a comment. Uh, that was hard for you, eh? Well, I just want to make sure it's it's unheard and understood. But thank you, everyone. Unheard and understood. All the Patreons. That makes the most sense. Kamar, how was your week, sir? Well, it was a good week. Uh, we did family karaoke. At the house? No. Um, you guys went out? My sister runs a bar, and she just shut it down, and we just met there. Which is a great idea for if you have a uh, venue like that. So the wine bar. The wine bar, yeah. And, uh, you know, instead of going to one person's house and feeling like you're imposing on them or people imposing on you. It really worked out well. But And karaoke is such a fun thing to do when everyone sings along. It wasn't very organized as far as I'm concerned, but... Uh, I like the idea of Kamar sitting at family karaoke a little bit disappointed. He's like, I wish this was a little bit better organized personally. But Well, no, we're trying to do karaoke, and it, my sister got like a speaker and um, a microphone. Yeah. No screen, mm-hmm. no playlist. Yeah. So you have to get that from somewhere else, and you can play that through. So you either got to go through and find instrumentals, or someone just put on Spotify, then people would just sing whatever song came up next. Mm. It was sort of a weird free-for-all. Whereas, so it really wasn't karaoke. Thank you very okay. much. And that's why it was it's just family a sourpuss in the yeah. corner. But executed properly. I mean, I, I you can hear it in my voice. What K- did Kamar you- heard karaoke, and he was like, I have George Michael's faith ready to go. And then he gets there, and they don't have it queued up, and he's No smoke salty. machine. Yeah, yeah. Um, what yeah, did you no sing lights. there? Oh, I got on Montel um, Jordan. This is how we do it. I know I got on. Me and my sister did. I had the time of my life. It's a good one. From um, Dirty Dancing. Um, everyone wants. It's a love song. Yeah, that's so just, fucking yeah. weird. Me and my sister got up and did rock did, the Casbah. Hey, did you guys? Did you guys? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys French afterwards? Like, what it's the French. fuck is going on? The only thing you do is dance. 
Did she run at you and you lift her up in the air and scream, oh, nobody God. puts baby in the corner? <laughs> yes, yes. We did all that. Oh, um, tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Okay, there you go. Um, fuck, you're old. <laughs> uh, all You Need Is Love. That These just came on. Me. He didn't get to pick. Yeah, I they, assume. I, I, I picked a couple, but... Uh, I would have thought like brown paper bag, something Lil Wayne in there somewhere just to throw no, a that friend. wouldn't no, have worked. That would have like, ruined read, read the yeah, room, yeah. Matt. Jesus I mean, Christ. I would have loved to do that, but no, that was not. I mean, brown paper the best, the best song is a song to pick that everyone knows the words. Loosely. Yeah. Bohemian so Rhapsody. Sing along. Yeah, yeah, that would Total Eclipse one. of the Heart. That's the fucking winner at any karaoke. No, but that's for someone to showboat. It's there's, just there's really long. More, that's uh, the problem. 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. That's a great fucking karaoke song. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hop Again, on the back, Jack. It's a show off. Listen, Make show a new off. plan. I Stan. like Paul Simon. You don't need I to be coy, Roy. Never thought just of Just listen to me. Karaoke. Hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Anyways, that's the best Get you there, can do. Matt. Instead, of, instead of sitting around like so, what, 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 yeah, no, yeah, what's going on in the new year? <laughs> no, that is you're, it's, uh, an activity is always better. Yeah, anything is. to distract having to talk to your family. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And then I did a show on uh, Wednesday, which was great because it was uh, you know people who are cooped up in their house. For the holidays, mm-hmm. they had the, they, it was amazing energy. The room was sold out. It was I crushed. Crushed. Just give it a happy new year because it was my last set of the year, and and you are the funniest man in Ottawa. I was the funniest man in Ottawa. Oh no, night. you won't be for the next year, right? Well, apparently it works. It's a very short yeah, stint. Yeah. Well, once December thirty first hits, he's no longer. That's how I felt, but yeah. I guess it carries on to August. So yeah, yeah, no, it's no. Like, I think it, you get no, it no, until someone else a, gets it. It's a calendar. Yeah, you get it for year. one year. You're yeah, fine, I agree. Yeah. Don't don't be. Sick. I can go drink out of the cup whenever I want. Exactly. Yeah. Simon, how was your week, sir? Uh, my week was fine, I think. I don't really uh, remember. Simon's um, been watching probably more basketball in the last two weeks than I created a monster. Oh, yeah. But you do love basketball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what sport I want to watch, so makes sense. And when to make it a little more tantalizing. Yeah, and, you know, like, it's just... It's fun, though, because I, like... Anytime I would text Simon in the last two years, you would probably you'd get an emoji that, that's him trying to say like heard but don't text back kind of thing. It's not true. Um, but now like I'll text him during the game and I'll be like fucking Scotty, and you'll actually get like four responses from Simon. Where he's like, This prick, I can't oh, believe he can't hit three together. Yeah. They stunk. Yeah. They stink. <laughs> but you guys just don't bet on one game. No, no, we're betting on players exactly. performances. Props, yeah. So it doesn't even matter if they win or lose. Like, it matters, but it doesn't matter. And no, Simon only ticket. does one game. He only does Raptors games. He only no, does... No, 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 I've been, I'm saying... I've been going no. into some other stuff. <laughs> Keep an eye. Just bet on Philadelphia to beat Houston. No, none no, of that. No, none of that at all. Yeah. Because I, who fucking knows? Yeah, basketball's... For, dude, again, Detroit... Detroit really? Detroit-Boston spread was 16 and a half. And they went to overtime. Well, no, the spread is is the craziest thing ever because, sorry, people who hate sports. Yeah, this I'm is not. The I don't worst. care. But Cleveland against New York yeah. was 58 points. The The final score is 51 points. All the scores were in the first half. Yeah, it's tough. There was another score for the rest of the game. Oh, yeah. Simon and I know what that's about. It's we, crazy. Yeah. It, yeah. Anyway, How did they get that number so close? It's like the horoscope. Mar, do you know what it's like when you have a guy over two and a half assists and he gets two assists in the first quarter and you're already 
you're cracking your fingers, you're laying back because you're like, I got three quarters for this jerk off to get one fucking assist. And you're thinking, if I'm out there, I can get an assist. And then he goes three quarters doing sweet fuck all. And like you said, you're like, how does Vegas fucking know? How do they know? Simon, that was your week. That's it. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure I had other things, but I'll remember them later in the show, and then I'll just interject them. As that sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the post show, one or the other. Yeah, that's a that's a long time to wait, and nobody really listens. So I like to get my info. Yeah, out yeah, in yeah the that's normal true. Show. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Anything of any substance. I like to get my message out to uh, 200 people and <laughs> not, not 100. Not, <laughs> not two people. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I, Save I your brilliance for the masses. Yeah. Uh, how's your week, Matt? Um, I don't have anything to report. It's funny you mentioned that uh, that you had such a good show Wednesday because just before, well, I guess it was like three weeks ago, um, trivia was banging, popping. I was having a great time. Then the last two weeks, it's like people show up low energy, just like just read the questions and that's it, buddy. Like real downer, <laughs> real downer. Oh, it went the other way. Yeah. Listen, if you're having, just call in your hype man. I will fucking, <laughs> we can make this happen. This guy right? knows how to tell a question. <laughs> like, dude, I had one at, I had one at 10 toes on, on a Friday. Graham was there. He owns the place. And like, he was like, dude, this is incredible. Like I even said to him, I was like, that was the best one I've ever done. It's like, a vibe. Oh, it was a vibe. I was like, this is fucking nuts. Like, and then I come back the next week and there's like eight people there. Like, hello. I was like, yeah, real bitch. Well, that's the key to any promoter, right? No, I think it was just because everyone told me they were like, we're all out of town. So it is what it is. Holidays. Yeah. But, you, but you want to be turning people away. Yes, that's what Line you want. Line up around the yes. block. And normally we are turning people away. Anyway, Kamar, you want to go over the guest list so we can do what we normally do here? Oh, yeah. Uh, we start off the week with No Hijinks 2078 Duncan Trussell. No hijinks, like nobody dressed up. Nobody dressed up, first time ever. No, uh, that's the name of their new podcast. Out of no jumper, it's no hijinks, <laughs> featuring Joe and Duncan. Fall by twenty seventy nine, Brigham Bueller. I think it's Brigham. I don't know why you say it. You say it like you say it like Americans say Montreal. Brigham Bueller. Brigham. Brigham. Uh, talk about insurance. Twenty eighty. The Bone Man, John Reeves, who I got questions. The Boner. That's what I he got wants questions. to be called. Yeah, um, remind... Oh, I'll have to write this down for Bone Man. How aggressive he is for no reason. <laughs> well, that... Gonna take care of that shit. It's like, dude, he's so pissed about having this land with bones. Like, yeah. chill the fuck out, bro. Yeah. I, I got a couple of theories. Fuck. He's like, why do you want the bones back? You have way more bones than they ever took. I just... They're mine. My favorite too. Are is, they? Well, knows? my favorite too is he's like, don't, we can't do this. He's like, they lied to me, and Joe's like, well, you mean your company? And he's like, yeah, the company I bought. They lied to them a bunch of years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's That's like, where I have. It's not even his fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it I would be like just, if, I just we just refuted yeah. an episode. Yeah. It's like if someone fucked over the guy who originally owned Tesla, and Elon Musk just held a grudge against that guy. Yeah. For, you know what I mean? I, I want. I give going. it a three. I didn't even get to say my my opinion. <laughs> What do you give the week, though? That's a good question. Brian, he just, you know, you can tell. I got to say this. I think, I think that this thing is officially just a money-making job for Joe. Like, I think all the nostalgia, all the, it's all kind of rub. It's, it's gone. The Joe Rogan experience is now just a, a job? Yeah. Going through the motions? Yeah. Because of Brian. 
Yeah, I think because again, he didn't he didn't mention the anniversary. He oh, didn't you're celebrate being sentimental. It any, well, I'm just listen. You built this empire, and it started on Christmas Day on a whim. And the fact that you don't you didn't mention, I don't know. It's weird. Well, Brian had just been on not very long ago, like, uh, and, and that episode still may come out this week. No, I I mean, I agree with Matt to the fact that this is just a money-making operation for Joe. I think he proved that a long time ago when he's, like, you know, more interested in having insurance salesmen on than mm, filling I, people's ears with any substance. I think, too, it's like, this is a weird analogy, but it's kind of like uh, Jokic where, like, Joe... Joe liked podcasting. He was so into it. He started it. He did it all. He's had everyone on that he wants to speak to. And now he's on to the next thing, which is the mothership. It's like his like Joe Jokic and his horses. You know what I mean? Like he does this and he's great at this. And he has to keep doing this because it brings in this money. And he's an MVP, first ballot hall of famer. But he doesn't love it anymore. It's not he's not in it for the game anymore. But we know he takes time off and goes stretches without doing it. Yeah, well, he goes so on vacation. You have moments to be like, you know what? I don't want to do the podcast anymore. But how could it's you? It's not a case of him. You being, can't turn away from that cash. That's how thing, could you? Like, yeah, like I, dude, I listen f- for doing so little too. Like he even said it. It's the three of us. Like him for and, what we do for so little. Yeah, think about that's precisely us? it. Like, yeah, just in your life, what you do oh, yeah. to keep your family, yeah, 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 and your life yeah. going. Yeah, you work every day <laughs> if, for point zero 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 one of what that guy dollars, makes in a week. Yeah. You might find what you do just not as not a horrible existence. No, but I realized a while ago why I'm broke, and it's because like I have a mentality of like Joe's got enough money. Why does he still have to do this? And it's like. Yeah, but if you can keep making all that money, you should do so. Like, but aren't you afraid that once you get successful, you'd be too busy to enjoy? It? No. no. Also, that's the thing. Like, fear success. It's like uh, it's like Rob Deerdick. Like, like if you can just go to your fun factory every day and get paid fifty grand, like why wouldn't you do that? And that's what Joe's built his own little fucking fun factory. We have to be like Aiden Ross. Who I think is a billionaire. I don't think that kid's a billionaire. No, I think he's very close. No fucking way. Unfortunately, I think he's very Google close. Google his right now. Right now. What, we're going to rate the week, Simon and I, and you're going to Google his net worth, and there's no fucking way that Google is going to say anything close to a billion dollars. I think maybe everything Joe did was because he wanted relevancy in the comedy world. After Fear Factor, he was like... Is he even a comedian? Then he does the podcast. He becomes the Johnny Carson for all these people. But that was an accident. And he needs... No, no, I'm telling you why he sticks with it. And then he needs that because that's what keeps him relevant with the kids, with the kid comedians, I mean. Everybody coming up in the world. But now that he has the mothership, which is even more important to that, he doesn't need this so much. He's always relevant. I don't know. It would just be an easier... No, I just I also think he's human and like you and me, like if you do something for 13 years, you can burn out or you can just find something new that piques your interest. Right. Where you're like, oh, like it's, you know, if you have unlimited money, too, you can easily pick up new hobbies or, oh, I bought a comedy club. Well, he's afraid to start golf. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah well, he's weird with that. And well, I think he knows that he'd become addicted. Everyone does. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's outdoors. He loves outdoors. And you have the means. And then he put together the it's bow hunting and golfing is so different than Target. Oh, I'd be all over. Someone should just figure out a golf course that's like filled with elk where you can do both. So like Joe could be out there. You hit arrows. He hits a drive and then he kill yeah. On the eighteenth you get to kill a fucking from two hundred yards. You drive out. with a bow. That's the perfect oh, that'd be incredible. Did you guys uh rate the week? No, not yet. I'll give it uh well, I don't know. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a three. I'll also give it a two point eight. I'm gonna give it a three point five. Um, Ray Ross is only worth forty million. I mean, that's close to a billion. But I think I think there's deals in the mix. I, I think he has that in uh, liquid liquid cash. It's shut the fuck up, <laughs> liquid mercury. I like how he, he said too. He's worth, not pulling for him. He's worth forty million, but he's got some deals in the works. They're gonna get him to that billion dollars. <laughs> like, what are you fucking nuts? Kamara, a billion is so much money. I know, but guys are figuring out how to get there. The guys that are figuring out how to get there are like the Nelk boys who are investing heavily in either their own company or actually investing. And a lot of the people you hear about getting there are guys like Kanye, who you saw. That wasn't really his billion dollars or $4 billion. It was tied up in business deals that when they stop, so does the money. I just think he's part of that kick Twitch world, which is a whole nother realm that we're just not privy to. Yeah, but again, I think you're 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 inflating how much they make. Uh, I think it's just the top guys. Top guys get big deals. No, they like do. Cash. Like, remember Ninja got something like got twenty million. That was way back when, and he only had to work for three months, and then the company went under. Oh. So he kept that twenty million. That goes as another one of these stories, eh? Of the money that gets thrown around after yeah startups and dot coms. Did so- you watch that latest Coffeezilla? No, I can't stand him. It's it, it's a case of have you seen Tim Pool's newest music video? No. What do you mean Tim Pool's music video? Exactly. That's all I have to say. And it's like it's he's so Coney. Like I, I've courted the, the the realm on news, and I just lose my mind, and I make videos, and I, we, I want to get to the top of Billboard. But what? that's not what Coffeezilla is. No, but he's in love with himself. <laughs> Sitting at the, the the bar with the alien, drinking it's, the coffee. It's his shtick. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't like it. Okay, that's fine. I do find that a bit cheesy. My it's problem, cheesy. My problem is his like, his like, kind of nervous, forced laugh that he does sometimes. The whole package, I, the information he's putting forth, positive. It seems like it's good. No, research. you don't like the information because usually you've been had by I whoever's like on information. there. I don't like the information. I don't like the delivery. Okay, fair like, enough. Like. Kamar owns all these like crypto zoos and exactly. then finds out that it's really a scam I and he knows he's guy, never going to see his yeah. money. Fucking coffeezilla. He seems legit. I just don't like the way he's doing it. Yeah, no, it's fine. That's, I, that's my I don't like the robot either, but it is what it is. And uh, before we jump in, uh, the first topic of the uh, post show will be parkour. How do you guys feel about parkour? Well, you just well they'll find out if, if they tune into the well, post show. Yeah. Nice Anyways, the whole reason that's I how you brought, do content. The folks. whole reason I brought up Coffeezilla before you interrupted and derailed what I was trying to say was it was all about a T-shirt type place that makes apparel and merch for people. Drop shipping. that type of thing, and they were doing business with like uh, Mr. Beast and promising him big numbers no matter what and then they were t- milking one to pay another it was real uh 
You also forget about the weird rape allegations throughout the thing. (laughs) It's fucking weird. A lot of taking boys into bathrooms and whatnot. Mr. Beast? No. No. This guy who owned uh, Rocket. Again, I think it was called Prestige. You kept calling it (laughs) Rocket. I think it's called Rocket Apparel or something. All right, let's fire it up. Duncan Trussell. I'm going to say 1794. Oh, you're not even close. No, it's 2194. 2078. Duncan mm. Trussell. <laughs> like 120 said, over. 120. First, I was 300 under. Wasn't even the right numbers. There is nothing no. right about it. You're going to be right once. Yeah. Nope, probably not. So, this starts off with frustration about the UFO disclosure. Who are we talking about? Duncan. <laughs> Duncan Trussell? This fucking guy. Yeah, we start off, they started off talking about frustration, UFO disclosure. And if anything we know, anything we're being leaked is propaganda. Everything that is being leaked is propaganda. And you know that for sure? Well, it always has been. Until that's, that's a good at, point. At that's this point, point, there's a crack in the works and they let it out. I mean, the only thing I'll say in defense of UAVs or UAPs, whatever they are now, is that Malaysian plane. Unless that's also a cover-up. But if that thing could just be lost and never found... Anything could be happening. Just out of curiosity then, so you also believe that, um, um, who are the two big whistleblowers there? Um, Grush? No, no, no. Not UFO. Oh, uh, Julian Assange. And and those guys are also, that's just propaganda. Because it's the same thing, right? Like you're, you can't, necessarily say 100% that David Grush is an actual whistleblower. With the Julian Assange example, um, if he got information that he thought was real or was leaked information on purpose. I think the difference is this. Why he could be a victim of spreading propaganda. Yeah, so do you believe that? Is You think that's the case? Because you seem pretty convinced that that's the case for Grush. I think what Kamar's saying is this. If Grush had come out with... um, a ton of redacted or just straight up unredacted top secret. Like that's the difference is that Snowden had straight up. Right. Cause one of them's doing it legally through the. Yeah. He, because he's trying to go through this. Well, because slalom. there's new legislation now. I understand. For whistleblowers, right. Yeah. 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 But what we're, I think the difference there is that those guys just came out and said, here's so much information all in one block. I can't ever come back here. They released it. And we found out definitively that, you know, like yeah. in Snowden's case, we found out for sure the NSA was spying on us, listening to every phone call, every email, that sort of thing. That's all I'm saying. And I really feel like for the first time in my life, CIA guys don't ever talk about being in the CIA. <laughs> like there are no Mike Bakers or, you know, the guy, the Afro. Yeah. Yeah. He's on a Busta, UFO hunting show. Right? Like what's your point though? They are. If they were in the CIA, they have to be sort of some sort of plant. Yeah. Okay. Just to spread disinformation. I, uh, look, I'm not going to argue with that. It, that's totally <clears> possible. <throat> I just here's the problem: is you would you would never assume like it's it's very odd to be like. So we have this super 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 secretive um, branch of the government over here, and we don't talk about it. And when when they die, we don't even put their picture on the wall. They just get a star, no names, no mention. But when you retire, you can go on a podcast tour. You can write books. Like, it's it's all very odd to me. Are you agreeing with me? I think so. Yes, yeah. I think so, too. Um, like he's, if, so, he's, like un, he's not used to it. <laughs> is this what agreement feels? <laughs> if Mr. Beast... We have an agreement? Mark Rober 
You know who he is? Yeah. Who that is. Yeah, you He's do. a super science guy. He's the squirrel maze guy. The You've definitely seen his YouTube videos if like, anyway. If him, Mr. Beast, the slow-mo guys, yeah. if they all put all their resources together to, to, to and, and had some, release some UFO evidence, that'd be really awesome. And I, I would trust them to be able to do it before NASA or the U.S. military. Yeah, well, look, I don't think anybody's depending on either of those people to release it. The only reason we know about Grush is because he decided to go against those people, right? But if this is just being put out as a distraction. Yeah. So then you think that also like uh, uh, George Knapp and Jeremy Corbell, they're just both plants also. It's they might not be plants. They might just like... be chasing. And this, all this to say it doesn't mean there aren't aliens who have come here, come from different dimensions, but say whatever information is being leaked to us is... I mean, Simon, if you think about it, the whole idea of disinformation is you would want a legitimate journalist to follow the trail for 20 years. That gives it so much more legitimacy. I, look, I'm not I'm not saying that it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know if necessarily... Look, you can't just group everybody together. There are still people out there who are trying to break news that has nothing to do with the government. You yeah, know of what course. I mean? No, no, but I think the point is like... If the government's been trying to hide, uh, like, black ops by using um, alien disinformation for the last hundred years, right? Like, they completely created aliens. They completely created UFOs. They com- they created the lore. They have nothing, but they use it to... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe try and look at it from a different direction. Like, let's just say that the government or the powers that be, whatever the fuck you want to call it, yeah. they know exactly what aliens are. Sure, yeah. And they just know that for whatever reason, maybe they can't keep it under wraps. And this is the slow release of what you need to know. It's your primer for... You say <laughs> experts have decided this is the best way to divulge this to actually roll out this information experts is are always just wrong. a slow 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 trickle i mean listen let's let's play simon's thing out for what let's say let's say in the 50s they found a craft and on that craft they found a straight up earth human and he he's in a wife beater it's dirty he's covered in piss he doesn't look good and he's got a note with him that says like whatever you do don't i don't know build mount rushmore you know what i mean whatever the fucking whatever Whatever he figured out was like the turning point in humanity. He has written like, "Don't do it," but it's too late. We've already done it. Like he came back too late. Would yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I mean? And again, that's a terrible example. What but- if they find like it has nothing to do with alien at all, and it's something totally different and way scarier? I th- hold on. Let's back up too. I think what Joe's saying. I think like Joe's often said that he believes in aliens. He just thinks that. A lot of this whistleblower stuff is. What's up, Kamar? Go ahead. I, I just had a. No, please. Let's hear your epiphany. Uh, it, it has nothing to do with your saying. So no, 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 no. But I, yeah, he. Sorry, go on. With all, all I'm saying is, you know, Joe still believes that there are definitely aliens and that they probably have craft. He's just saying that all this stuff being released now is more likely than not because they have some insane drone technology that they're trying to test out. Yep. And as I mentioned before with uh, Fravor is he's the perfect guy to test it on. You have a fucking super vet. He knows how everything moves. He knows how to read all the the, the gauges properly. So he knows like 
I'm seeing this thing out there and it's moving at, I'm clocking it at this. Then the U.S. government can say, okay, our own guy said he saw this thing and it vanished in the water. That's all I'm saying. And I think that's what Joe's saying too. Or, is, or, conver- or, they, or, or it's a craft. Or yeah. conversely, that thing is out there. They used to see one or two a year. Now over the past 10 years or 20 years, they're seeing hundreds a week. They know the gig is almost up. Yeah. They're not going to just... Cu- like there is a way you have to do this, I think, you know, for here's the common a, folk. Here's another problem too. If you spend uh, 50x what every other country on earth spends on your military, it's tough for you to then tell your people, <laughs> hey, listen, there's this thing flying around San Diego. We don't know whose it is. We don't know where it's from or what it is. And uh, yeah, best of luck with that. Or like I said, what if it's like, they say it's aliens because that's easy for us to understand. It's something from elsewhere that looks different than us that is coming here in their little spaceships. Maybe it's just they project what whatever this thing is projects what we need to see for the times, be it spaceships or uh, horse-drawn carriages flying in the air or whatever the fuck it is. And this has nothing to do with aliens and it has to do with like um, something way more close to something religious. And that idea is way harder to push on your society than little green men. That's my favorite visual of all time that aliens come here and it's not some like super sleek ship. It's a horse-drawn carriage that can fly really I, fast. I, I didn't mean like that. I no, meant I love, like no, I'm just, back in the day when uh, the Greeks or the Romans were riding around on yeah. horse-drawn carriages, not, you know, uh, whatever those things chariots. are. Chariots. That's what you're going to see. Oh, my God, there's a, a chariot flying in the sky because you don't understand. Or we assumed it was because they didn't understand they were looking at a spaceship, which seems kind of stupid. Maybe it really was. That's what they projected, right? Like, that's what your brain can comprehend. That's, you know, we're going to go a little over the top on what you already know to prove to you that we can fly. And the disclosure of aliens challenges religions or religions are suppressed. You cannot tell people. About this, because all our religious teachers, everything goes at the window. Are these are forces? I just keep thinking of a no, focus group of sorry. normal people. The military tells them they all lose their mind, or they go, "We gotta shoot them" because they just didn't react the right way, and keep trying to figure out how to release it to normal Joes. That's actually a great point. Like every year, <laughs> just like a jury, they just choose twelve random Joes, like a doctor, a lawyer, a garbage, like just we put acro- <laughs> yeah, one from like twelve states across. Yeah, and they just bring them in. They're like, all right, and they show them like a War of the Worlds type thing, and like, well, this year six of them jumped out the window, so <laughs> they just could take it. Like, yeah, we'll figure it out one of these days. Like, dude, I saw the best thing. Speaking of the government hiding things, Simon, I saw the best thing the other day. It was like, what if witness protection is all a lie? What if the government, what if it's cheaper for the government just to kill whoever, whoever witnessed? Well, they make people snitch think. That's what I'm saying. And then, and then when you're, and then when you're like, hey, where's, hey, where's so-and-so? They're like, they're like, what do you mean? Who? That, oh, we hid them so well. And you're like, oh, I guess, yeah, great job. And they all do it like, hey, this house just looks like the, the house in the, oh, I forgot the movie, but Goodfellas or whatever. You, they kill you in an ironic yeah, yeah. scene. Yeah. Just be like, yeah. What, what did you think? Yeah. I mean, that makes way more sense. All to say, Simon. Because it's funny. Yeah. They have a lot I mean, of guilt. Listen, Simon, what the, gover- <laughs> what the government is capable of hiding from us is endless, right? We've, they've established that. Yeah. So there, 
how about this? It's more likely than not that this Grush guy has something to release that the government knows. That's more likely than not at this point. Like if your track record is we lie consistently and all the time, then in your defense, Grush is more likely than not has legitimate information that he's trying to get out. I think he probably does. I know you do. Yeah. But that, you also- that doesn't mean the government can't also now try and um, run the information coming out. Of we course. Don't, we yeah. don't want that, though. Histor- no, historically. Of course not. I want to believe in aliens, and I hope there's some slow leak happening. But let's say they are here. The idea, um, I think Duncan proposed, is that they put in place us in a long game to build AI. Say that again. But they're like, we, we start the seed here. We go there. By the time we come back, which to them is a blink of an eye, they, but it's the only way you can do it. why not just build the AI? Because maybe it, you have to do it. It's a slow thing that you have to make. No, he's saying like the panspermia. Like you, you, you shoot something out. You shoot a billion things out into the, the galaxy. And eventually they'll hit a planet. And when they do... If the planet is in that Goldilocks zone. Yeah, yeah, I understand. But what he's saying is that the purpose of humans was the aliens put us here to make AI. Yeah. Why, if you're the aliens, why not just make AI? Because it's like baking. Why not just have the cake? Oh, no, but Simon. Right. In order to get AI, you have to. But even then, Simon, you could think about it in a in a much like, think about uh, Zachariah Sitchin. Like maybe the idea is like, you're here to not just build AI, but then you're going to build power plants and robots, and then we're going to come back and have this robot workforce ready to go, and they can mine yeah, the yeah, gold yeah. Like or whatever. Said, that's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. time doesn't matter either. No, that's of course not. Especially if you can, if you figured out wormholes and all that. Oh fuck, we forgot. Are they done AI or whatever? <laughs> oh my god, we left that one in the oven too long. <laughs> I mean, they've, they've destroyed basically themselves. Basically, it's like a real science experiment where mm. you're like watching mold grow. That's that's the yep. most that's the most exciting possible thing, and it's a simulation. So, I mean, do you remember the Black Mirror? I think it was Black Mirror where they opened their fridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, that's exactly that one. what it is. It's a, and it's a simulation. And every time, it's just a little further into the history of the people living in the fridge. Exactly, yeah. and then eventually, it's just like pew, that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, they all yeah, just yeah, disappear. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean... Like, Simon, let me ask you a question. If 10 years from now, Grush comes out and the government, you know, let's say opens the books and you you find out that they do have craft, they found, like, an alien. So you have proof now that there are aliens. Okay. But that's all they have. Because, yeah, because they don't know what it is. They don't know how it works. Yeah, because what I was going to say is you have to, you might have to, you might have to live with the fact that they don't know shit. Yeah, no, well, I told you the story about uh, that guy, Lakatsky. He's the guy who wrote the book with Knapp, and he just did that interview, and they wrote a new book. They wrote um, Skinwalkers at the Pentagon. Okay. And they just wrote this new book, and in this new book, they say, chapter, like, 13, the U.S. government is in possession of a UFO that they have finally figured out how to get inside. Meaning that they had it for a long time, yeah, but had no idea it, yeah. how to even get into the thing. Now they're in it. Who knows if, like, if, um, if, if, uh, uh Space Pimp was right, um, what's Bob his Lazar. name? Bob Lazar. He described it as having the inside was like totally seamless, no nothing, yeah. just there was nothing. It was just like no stainless screws, no steel mechanics. everywhere. Yeah, I get it. No sharp points. It was all. 
What do you do with that? It's like, uh, remember I was telling you about that movie, um, uh, Starfight, the last Starfighter. I think yeah. it is. Is that what that movie is? Anyways, it's one of these Disney movies and the UFO, it's from like the eighties. The UFO looks exactly like the Tic Tac and it's flown by the inside is totally like what Bob yeah, Lazar it said. Has the- it has two things for the guy's hands and he sits or stands in the thing and he, his brain flies the thing. There are all these stories of people who get abducted by aliens who come back and have the exact same story, even though they're like nowhere near each other. And it's always, that's the way you fly the machine. Yeah. What's interesting, I just want made me think about that because it's not The Last Starfighter, which is a wicked movie. It's not the, the, the movie it's, exists. I'm, it's I'm on not the, the Last Starfighter, but, but it's but uh, there was a movie when I was a kid called Firefox. And it was about um the Russians had made this jet that um you just think and it does it. Mm-hmm. So you control just through your thought. Yeah. And they had to get Clint Eastwood to steal it because he was an American pilot, but he knew Russian. So it only thinks in Russian, the computer or whatever. But just the idea that maybe the (laughs) Russian military has this, which could be actually from alien technology. I mean, that was probably just a good propaganda. That's 40 years ago, that movie. The movie is Flight of the Navigator. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, like you're saying, they could have things they found a long time that are, yeah, we know they're out there. We know they're there, which is even, was way scarier. And I don't think the government ever wants to say that to their people because yeah. it admits that we spend trillions of, That's like you I'm said, yeah. on our military and we can't protect you from demons. Yeah. I mean, listen, here's a good example. Like compared to a monkey, I'm pretty fucking smart. But that computer over there, if you ask me to back engineer that computer, I'm fucked. There's no, you know what I mean? Like I, now someone built that. A group of people put their minds together over time and that exists, and I can use it. I understand it. But if you asked me to back engineer that, and that's kind of this, that's what I'm saying is like, if something is so far advanced beyond us, there's not really much we can do for most of it to there, back engineer it. Yeah, if it doesn't even work on the same principles. This is what I'm saying. It's tough to figure out something that is so far no beyond you. Yeah. yeah, it's just a bulb of. Uh, and and forget that. Forget that, Matt. That's mercury. assuming that you can see how it functions. What if you still can't get into it? What if you're finding yeah. a, a round ball that is impossible to get into? Well, no. But here's another thing. This is this was interesting because he he brought up Bob Lazar talking about that uh, element 151 or whatever yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was saying it's. Uh, to activate it, you need like a large dose of radiation, right? So like, that's a good example of like, we, so until we can figure out a way to like give something a high dose of radiation without killing a human, it's totally fucking useless to us in that form, right? Like we, like we have element 151, they've duplicated it in a lab, right? Or replicated it. One time, I think. Sure, sure, sure. But the point is, let's say they they could keep. You have to do it in CERN. Is that where you have to yeah, do it? Okay, like yeah. It has so, to be done in a in a hydron collider. Like it's the hardest thing to do. Sure. But, but the point is, so like let's say we figured out how to build the ultimate hydron so there's always element 151. You then have to figure out how to radiate it to the point where it becomes useful. And we can't even be around that high of radiation without yeah, right, us dying, right. right? So until there's so many gaps between us and whatever this element 151, you know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Sorry, Kamar. No, but no, no. No, you just looked very lost there, and I, I feel you. <laughs> I'm just wondering where, like, 
aliens. I, I believe them. I'm just with Joe and Cynical that like whatever we're getting is not the truth. They are out there. And I like the idea that they are using us to build AI. Sort of felt like the, the gozers. The doozers. The doozers. But they're not work they're they build their buildings. No, it was an accurate analogy, and but then, I just felt yeah. like You know what's interesting too, Simon, is it, if the government works in like the dark way we think, it would be interesting for them to be like, okay, so we're post-COVID. No one believes much of what we say right now. Should we drop some alien stuff? You know what I mean? Like, like, too, the like government trust. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bring in the new 12. That's or, what or even simpler. We need to fight two wars that we shouldn't be involved in. Yeah. Let's give them something to chew on. But again, nobody really gives a fuck. So it, I don't think that's a good The analogy. needle has not been Nobody moved. cares. They released something that says we found aliens and nobody fucking blinks an eye. It's not like... I think the problem is too, though, like because it's not the twenties or fifties anymore. I think now we're all like, we're all in agreement that if there are aliens that want to come down and fucking stick stuff up our butt, we're kind of at their whim. And there's enough of like, us that'll do it. Like ignorance is bliss. I think in the fifties we had like a, we're Americans and we'll fight those alien bastards oh, yeah, with yeah. our guns. Well, well that's why it's hilarious when they're like, we're making a space force because we need to protect ourselves from this threat. If it's a threat, you're fucked, buddy. Like, and how long have they been here for? And we're still here and they're, we see them by accident every like once in a while, you know, I don't know. If there are aliens, I'm sure they look at us as like the most feeble shit in the universe. Like, I'm sure they're like, we could wipe these guys out and, but they're almost done doing the AI. Like you can't boil, you can't rush rice. It's just the way it is. Rush rice. But if it, yeah, I don't know, man. If if there are aliens and they are here on Earth and they've been here for a long time, then everything on the table is possible, right? Yeah. Like, you can no longer think to yourself, like, oh, well, Bigfoot is a crazy idea. No, you can't. No. Like, A, it could just be another species of alien. Like, we've said this before, right? Like, Chewbacca, a Wookiee, that's a Bigfoot, but we accept it because he comes from... Predictive programming. We don't accept it. It's in a film. We <laughs> no, but they put it in there so we can accept it. <laughs> of course. Of course. Anyways. Uh, they had a brief conversation about uh, malaria. <laughs> did, she, did he malaria. say malaria? Malaria medication. And, uh, I thought you meant malaria. It Trump. makes you uh, psychotic, kill people. Homicidal. Like, yeah. How is that... The only way we can listen, make you got to get to Africa, man. <laughs> it's just it, maybe we should take that part out of it, or I don't know. Just that's what we, we we accept that. Yeah, I know it's weird what we accept. Well, it does show you that the FDA is just a joke. Not like, that, there's 100%. no better malaria medicine they can make. It's either uh, cures you of malaria, but you become a homicidal maniac. <laughs> that's make, just the give and your take. Of, uh, <laughs> You're not going to get the fever. You get to go on the plane. You may kill everybody on it, but no. But it is odd, like to think that there's a there's a a drug administration that's in charge of being like, yeah, this thing's good to go. And at some point, someone was like, so what are the side effects of this drug? And they were like, I mean, listen, ten percent of the people started getting homicidal. They may have, you know, Matt, you've gotten an MRI, yeah, yeah. There's got to be a better way. Like they've been using the same goddamn machines for how long? Haven't changed an iota. Listen, this isn't the best way you can do this. If you can't bring your gun into an MRI, no, no, what no. Are we doing? I don't even mean that. <laughs> what, what does freedom even mean? 
But come on, they're like putting you into a tiny little coffin size. There's got to be a better way. I mean, they just don't don't care. That's the point. Like if something works and they can make money from it, then that's fine. Well, we sound pretty stupid because it's a giant magnet that looks inside your body. And for us to be like, there's got to be a better way. Well, when you can tell when things don't change at all over um, decades and decades and decades, like there's a reason for that. It's not because they invented the perfect mousetrap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. Don't be so stupid. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, they talked about ketamine to fight depression, which I'm sure falls into our next guest. What he talked about is sure you can get ketamine, but insurance won't cover it. So it's a private thing. You gotta yeah, go it do. won't even cover. Um, most insurance won't cover like CBD or mushrooms but, uh, or anything. I like think that. Matthew Perry. They said he died of ketamine. Yeah. Which I was thinking might be one of these things that be put out there. Well, that might. Yeah, but hold on, there's a difference. Yeah, there's a difference though. If Matthew, if Matthew Perry bought ketamine off some guy and took a bunch and got in his hot tub, there's a difference. And if you fall asleep in your hot tub, like, well, no, I say if someone planted it on him or put him in his body. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah, fair enough. This is this will make people be afraid of ketamine now. That you think that's what they're doing? I don't know what they do. (laughs) Big ketamine killed Matthew Perry. No, no, he's saying like big pharma. As people are saying, ketamine is this cure. I mean, take SRIs off the oh, oh no, and Simon breaks on gotcha, it. Gotcha, Weed gotcha, gotcha. Let's gotcha, not gotcha, act gotcha. like fucking Purdue Pharma or one of these companies wouldn't kill a famous person just to fucking make sure that a drug doesn't. No, that's right. And what just happened recently, where a whole bunch of people died, and they said, "Oh, they were all doing mushrooms." Yes. Well, no, is the guy who took over the plane? The guy who took over the plane, situation. right? Yes, exactly. Uh, and you're like, really? You sure it wasn't all the crystal meth he was yeah. on? Uh, Duncan talked about how vaping was really bad for his blood pressure. Yeah. Um, and the, I mean, listen, if you have ball cancer and a bunch of like underlying health issues, you, I, I mean, I shouldn't be vaping. No one should oh, be vaping. You me too. <laughs> Double no. shade. No, no, no. Like I don't I, listen. Every I stopped smoking for three years. Like I was, I just smoked weed. I was in Vancouver. Everything was fucking gravy. I don't know what happened. You came home, man. Yep. And then depression. immediately I was like, give me a fucking cigarette. East yeah. Coast depression. Started hanging out with me. Yeah. So um, that's what I think the quote of the episode was. The gates of hell are locked from the inside. Yeah, I like that's that. That's your own. You got, you, you, of you got to get Whose quote was that, though? I know Duncan said it, but I it was. I uh, did not write the attribu- attribution. <laughs> the attributed name. So what is that insinuating? That we are in hell, but we actually like it? You can get out. It's a, it's that's what I mean. Yeah. You're choosing yes. not to leave. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I think that's a loose thing. What Jordan Peterson says as well. Um, not to conflate the two. You know what? Though, so I was having a conversation with this about someone uh, with someone the other day, and I think when we grew up, there was like a weird, like competition. Like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. You know what I mean? Like, I, everyone was like in competition to see who was busier. And I think we as kids, socially. Like, just in general, like, oh, I'm so busy with work. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. And then we as kids, like, we thought that being an adult was all about, like, being stressed and being busy. And now that's how we are. So busy. I'm so stressed. Just repeating the patterns that we yeah. saw. Yeah. Sounds about right. Uh, they mentioned The Breakfast Club. You guys both saw that movie. Yes. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. For Matt and Simon to rack the brains together. We all know they won't guess the year and the Patreon 
movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office. I want to apologize for my voice. It's just why, why were you staring at me so weirdly? You know, you think because this, I was about to say, "Don't you forget about me?" And uh, uh, don't so, so you? Pause. You know, you think you think after five years, this guy would have some level of professionalism. It's almost like he sneaks the movie game in on me. Like he knows I'm not ready to hit the oh, button. Oh, I, I, I like could be have like just had a little more of a pre. Yeah, or even or even just you know a little tap of the table, so I know like, <laughs> hey, get the button ready. But no, hey, he's like, man. you guys have seen the Breakfast Club, right? I want to be say I'm grateful for the feedback, and that's something I should work on, <laughs> especially in the new year. Well, there you go. If, if there's a time to turn shit around. Well, Kamar, you know who should be turning this podcast around? It's really on me, and I'm doing no, a piss poor no, job. Stop it. Uh, Breakfast Club, directed by John Hughes, one of his classics. And I also think he did Home Alone. He did. Which I caught a glimpse of it uh, the other day. And Joe Pesci and... Uh, They're 38 years old. They look so young. <laughs> they look so fucking young yeah. that it, it just broke my heart because the time I saw that movie, they were crusty old cripple mm-hmm. mm-hmm. types, and now they're just young guys trying to make it through Christmas like anyone would. Getting old is tough, dude. Watching sports, like seeing all the coaches now. Like I said, I know we mentioned this a few weeks ago, but when I was young, you were just like, oh, this old guy behind the Grandpa. bench. Yep. And now you're like, wait a minute, this guy, was a, this guy played when I... No, they should make a rule that they have to dress really old. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you have a year? I do. What year do you have? Um, I have 1986. I have 1984. Oh, you guys always do this. It's 1985. 1985. God damn it. Fuck me. George Seifert, Don Shula. Like these guys look old. Old <laughs> man. Even Pete Carroll, he's 72, but he doesn't look 72. Well, not when he's running up inside the sidelines. Not when he's running up inside the sidelines. <laughs> You're already ready or something? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, wow. Hold on. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't think you'd be ready that quick. I mean, how much did this movie cost? I could have made this movie for like $26. It was filmed in a high school one day. It's so interesting how a movie could be three years or one day, and it's always coming out in an hour and 30 minutes, maybe two hours. I really went out. I left. I did left field here. I'm ready, Simon. Okay, I'm ready too. I said it cost $8.9 million and well, it made 68 This is insane. I said it cost eight. Point seven million, and it made sixty nine. No fucking yeah. way, you little pervert. Uh, budget one million. <laughs> okay, it was probably filmed in a day. Yeah, and uh, box office fifty one point five million. I think that's a win for both of us. Well, I'll give you guys a win to end the year. I mean, I won't take it, but both off by off. the year, your average makes the year. It's it's a Simon. Amount. We were seven million off the budget, and we were like within ten for. All oh, right, whatever. You don't like it, fine. And back to our Oscars talk, there would be consideration for uh, budget to resources. Right. That would be all In a perfect it. movie, yeah. That's, That's crazy. That the movie game, last one of 2023. We guess one year away, 1980. It's so funny, too, because I had initially written $27 million, Then I was like, no, they filmed this in one day at a high school. There's I no originally had it at $5.6 and then changed it. So. Well, because 5.6 seems criminally low to yeah, make a film. Yeah, yeah like, but you got to think, like, nobody was famous at that point. doesn't matter. In the 80s, making a film, you had to have film and cameras and a... Cr- like, yeah, a million dollars was a shit ton of money back in 86. I don't know, man. Renting cameras is, like, a real fucking... It's a real problem. Anyway, keep going, Kamara. That's the movie game! Um, and then they got into AI, and it's weird how... Uh, 
we focus on identity, but we don't understand consciousness. And if we don't understand consciousness, how would we know if we built it? Yeah. How, how would we know what it looks like if we can't, which is really um, scary or exciting. Yeah. And that the bunny tipped me off because they talked about they made a bunny and said make it uh, godlike or whatever. It ended up being looking like DMT. Mm-hmm. And how does this thing know that? Not godlike. Said, they just said happier. Make ha- it happier. happier. And, and that's where it gets to that level. Yeah. Um, and so I started playing around with it and that, I blew my mind. I showed you that. I didn't show you the first Viking, but I could make him more sadder and more sadder and more sadder. And it would have. How do you? What's weird is every time I've tried to use it. Now, I don't think I've used. You're using Dali. Dali. It, it'll never let me um, put any text or like a like a like a logo. Like, I can't believe you. It put that Vikings logo in there. You create. Yeah. yeah I, I think it might be the prompt. Hmm. An image of the letters. No, but even then, like it, it nailed the Vikings logo. So it, like, normally with me, if I asked oh. for the Vikings logo, it might put the Vikings logo, but then it wouldn't spell the Vi- like it would make sure that the copyright is not infringed upon. So I think the copyright was infringed. Oh, a hundred percent. So it leads me to believe right now we're in the wild, wild west of these things. And like you said, it's going to get shut down any day now unless people don't understand. I think it's moving too fast for lawmakers. Like I think in like general, the way the lawmakers reacted to the internet. Uh, but they're still trying to catch up. Yeah. Uh, one thing, uh, people who like cryogenically froze themselves, yeah, might get the last laugh. Maybe like John Wayne. Like if AI can figure out anything, they're just I knew it. Imagine John Wayne. <laughs> All the though. people making fun of them and stuff. I I think it'd be too much of a shock. It's 2040 and John Wayne comes out. A lot of chicks with penises. <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> exactly. That's he's done. Um, and maybe even people right now doing body modifications, whatever we're talking about kids, but maybe it, it'll be able to just change genders on you. Yeah. Like hold, hold off for a bit because it's about to get weird. Well, if you're going into the matrix air quotes, yeah. Um, can't you just go in and be a lady, be a man, be whatever you are not on the outside? Like why you won't even have to have a machine that changes your body. Cause you become a different person anyways. Then they propose the idea that you just want to try it out, but then you forget. You all right there, buddy? I have like a hair stuck in my tooth Ooh, and it's driving worst. me nuts. That is the worst. Yeah, that's nuts. What if, you want to tr- what if you want to try something out? Like a drug or something? No, you want, you, I want to be a gorilla or yeah. I want to be this. Oh, that would but, be fucking cool. But you forget who you are. That you were... <laughs> You're, that you're... Oh, that's what Duncan said. He's like, you get, they, you're a god, but you get to be... You can become a... A dolphin, but if you be, if you stay a dolphin too long, you forget that you're God. Yeah, or if you become something too stupid, you'll never remember that you were a... Any scenario you can imagine, and it brings me all back to that guy, David Silva. Remember, he was an early guest, yeah. and all he would do is pontificate about, but this stuff is coming to fruition. It's not molecular yet, which it, I'm imagining is possible, so it will be, maybe it's 100 years. The manipulation of anything... Well, Buddy seemed pretty certain that they had already cloned humans, so the boner. Here's the problem is given enough time, we've almost, I think as a species, we've proven that given enough time, anything we can think of, we will eventually get to. That's it. So as long as we don't 
eradicate ourselves. Whatever we're thinking right now, smarter people are thinking of crazier stuff, and it will eventually come to fruition. It's been thought of. I thought I invented eggnog pancakes. That's a pretty fucking good idea. It's been done, though. A million times, I'm sure. I I went to post my recipe to bring the internet to its knees. (laughs) You tried ice cream French toast? Uh, Melting ice cream as the... uh, Ooh. No, I haven't. But. As the what? And so instead Syrup? of egg, so no, no just, so instead of egg, soak, your yeah. base, you soak it like you would. The ice cream melts uh-huh. in the pan and becomes the soak. Mm. No, it's nice and creamy. It's got flavor. It's good. I use really heavy cream and eggs and sort of whip together. Saying. So it's cream and eggs. It's I the same saw shit. something amazing today, or it looked amazing, anyways. It's this bakery in New York, mm-hmm. and they make a fifty-dollar box of cereal. They I think I've seen this. Cook it fresh every morning, and they're tiny little rolled croissants. I have seen this, yeah. And you just pour your milk on them, and you eat they're them. crunchy. No, I think they're like oh still kind God. of. Kamar, they make they make like a yeah. hundred thousand mini croissants a day by hand. Yeah, and it's like, like it's like fifty boxes. Yeah, a yeah, day it's or not. I would like to I do something about homelessness, homeless, but this yeah. is just oh <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, Duncan has an audio book. Look that up if you want to help him. Even the homeless people are outside of the place. Like, can you spare twenty five dollars for some croissant breakfast? <laughs> I'll suck yeah. your dick. Um, <coughs> I forget why they're talking about military and just a war with society. Like, it, it, at the same breath that we say anything's possible, nothing's possible because we have not been able to figure out how to be peaceful. Well, it's like Kamara and I were talking on the way over here. He's like. Um, so you notice nobody's like up in arms about how warm it is. Just for context, in Ottawa right now, it should be feet deep in snow, yeah. and instead it's like it's a six balmy degrees. Yeah. And recently, any climatic event, someone goes, and now again, you yeah, see, global like, warming <laughs> until it affects you in a good way, yeah. and then you're like, well, you know, yeah, then you're just quiet. Maybe a little Let's global warming, it wasn't bad. And then I was saying, well, you know, for war. Instead of going into countries and obliterating people, just take the trillion dollars and start making it rain money. Yeah. People will be millionaires and then they'll be like, I don't want to live in the desert anymore. This is crazy. And they'll just leave on their own. You've got to make that bit. But that'll affect the shareholders. No, because you just, no, no. Like an insurance company, you explain to the shareholders, you can say, okay, listen. If we just dump trillions of dollars, it's actually cheaper than if we just literally go and dump two trillion. But the jobs, yeah, no, but it's, it's it the jobs. It's the making <laughs> oh, of yeah. the tanks. Somebody has to make the tanks and get paid. You're going to cause tanks. unemployment. Yeah. Yeah. It's trying to save the this world. This is going to ruin the world. Saving the world ruins the world. That's the, that's the dichotomy. Mm-hmm. But that's what they did. They did a movement where they changed it from the Department of War to the Department of Defense. And that just that yeah, just softens right. the blow of all yeah. these things, all this spending. It's about defense. Well, it's like when you find out that the Department of Energy is involved in like all the most vile shit the country has ever done. You're like, wait, what? But yeah. it sounds so... It's just, because they, they just... Be what is thing. the Department of Energy? We don't know. It's where we give the money when we want really bad shit to happen, you know? But to be president... Who killed needed, JFK, Department of yeah, Energy. Everyone should agree to be a leader. You have to go through this ayahuasca, ibogaine, gauntlet. You know, what they're is saying sounds ridiculous, but it seems crazy, too, that you can be any Joe Schmo and just decide you want to be the leader of the free world. Like, there's no... If you want to be a Marine, uh, a Navy SEAL, you go and you fucking do the, the course. There's no course for 
for president of the United outside, States. Outside of campaigning and doing all that there stuff. There is no I like Just a leadership test. I like the ayahuasca gauntlet, but more than that, turn it into a reality series at the same time. So we get to watch. No, no, no. Because yeah, then we get to learn the You're can- going to be the leader this of the This is what country. I'm saying. So we slowly get to learn the candidates. Yeah, hey, for- this... Oh, you're on to something. Forget the ayahuasca. Just make them play squid games and we'll have a great oh, idea yeah. of what your innards yeah. are like, you know? Yeah. Send them to a bar to pick up a girl. Dude, wouldn't that be so funny? It's squid games, but it's like Trump, Putin. Be incredible. Um, be incredible. <laughs> Mao Zedong. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever's they have to wash dishes in a restaurant. Like just, just. What? Trump's in there with Putin. He's like. This guy's it's, gay. Exactly. Let's get rid of him. <laughs> There's a bunch of... T- you have to take out the garbage. There's just a bunch of tests of humility. Did you see him riding that horse with his shirt off? Yeah. Gay. No, but no, he loves There Putin. should be some sort of presidential, prime ministerial leader gauntlet. I think keep in mind, though, hold on. What I, I think the reality aspect of it is good because then you really do get to learn. Like, the candidates are so... Um, not suppressed insulated insulated from us that you just you just get to see the talking points that they want put forward but it'd be good to see them like you have to spend a week at the mission yeah as a a patron not not like serving soup but no just like i'd love to see like on this episode donald's fifth ayahuasca trip you know you know and he's like mommy uh, then uh, just puking his shit. Yes. Duncan had uh, Jamie pull up some disappointing footage of the Bohemian Grove, making not made not look as good, and everything was going well till the guy got in his boat and had a frying, frying pan. pan. <laughs> you know what's insane, Kamar, is when you think about this season of Billions and that one episode where they go to that summer camp thing, like. That is what the fuck is going on. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but it might not be, again, like uh, Michelle like Ali says, they're doing this thinking they're controlling the world, but they're still, even they are not in control. But they do it thinking they are. Or they are in control. Or they are, or they are in control, sure. This is just what they do. But when they, even they showed, um, Richard Nixon condemns it and says there are a bunch of fags out there. He says, I've gone a couple times. Yeah, on multiple occasions. Because <laughs> so, like, he knew that things happened. There are a bunch of fags up there, and I'm not saying yeah. there's anything wrong with that. No, I think he, what he was insinuating was like, I got to go there to make shit happen, because that's where the most powerful people in the world are, but they're all a bunch of crazy owl-loving, you know, It's tough pansies. to say. It is tough to say. Um, but what is not tough to say is... Well, hold on, it is a good... I love how they brought up, because I thought of this too. <clears throat> The idea that the Illuminati is going to continue to go where Alex Jones has broken into and documented, like, well, what? We're going to find a new summer Planet's home? Not that big. What are we, billionaires? Planet's like, not that big. <laughs> We've already built the owls. Yes, that's true. No, you can have some sacred sort of reason. It's a burial ground or whatever. Can yeah, re- that's recreate. probably exactly what it was. It was built on top of like. I'm sure Egyptian. the Illuminati have many burial that's grounds true. they can go to. I felt Joe was sort of like poking fun at Burning Man. Or equated to it, and Duncan had to put his foot in the sand. And like he loves Burning Man, and I'm sure anyone who goes there comes out going, "Oh man, you just don't understand." Except this year, even this year, they were saying that there was betrayal, that it was hell on earth because of flood. But we're like, you just make the best of it, and it's the Burning Man where that happened. You never forget that or whatever. I mean, we probably also don't take into account that like you're there for a week. It happens day one. 
you know, and for us, you're like, oh my God, they're stuck in the mud. But you're like, I was here all weekend. I planned on being here for the week anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I wasn't going they anywhere. They have drugs. They have women. They have yeah. music. They have guys. They have everything they need. Um, I wa- through the guys in there, right? Yeah. Progressive. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just all the things I like. Ayahuasca was like a... Uh, first time you heard ayahuasca was on Joe Rogan. And it was probably Aubrey, Chris, Martin, whatever his name is now. Um, and it was sort of like, a, oh, wow, this is the inside scoop. Now it's come, Aaron Rodgers said on Pat McAfee's done ayahuasca. There's no way you, you heard of ayahuasca before Joe Rogan. No. Get the fuck out of here. I don't think so. I don't believe that. Peru, the whole thing. No, I think he's And right. DMT as well. Yeah. Oh, DMT, sure, I had DMT. never heard of until Joe for Rogan. For sure, DMT. But ayahuasca, I had definitely no, heard of. I think. No, I, I agree. I don't think I had heard I, of ayahuasca. I equate either. to that, and that is sort of like. The only one I had ever heard of, I'm sorry, Kamar, was oh. peyote. Peyote, yeah. That was the only. And to me, that was ayahuasca. You puke, you shit, and then you trip, you know? You puke, you shit, and then you trip. That's their sales pitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they sell it. It's on the back of the box. <laughs> that's all. That's <laughs> will cause shitting. <laughs> you puke, you shit, yeah. you trip. However long that's been, that's become mainstream. And I've heard people on podcasts talk about having DMT pens and stuff who you do, would not think are doing that sort of thing. Uh, they played the Fauci tape, and now with AI, I can't believe. Yeah, um, you can't believe if, if, if it's true anymore. or not. Um, no, it's so true. Like if if this technology of AI right now is coming out to us, like you said. It means they've had it, the military, for God knows how long. How many of the things that you've heard and seen and have been invented and have become famous and popular are nothing more than tropes invented by chat GPT that we didn't even know about? Like, it's insane, man. It's insane. Yeah, it is insane. And then it's insane that people embrace something as like, oh, added value on Star in my car. Because if someone steals it, they could shut it off. And that makes me feel safe. Not ignoring that. Well, if they don't want me to drive, they can yeah. shut off. We just, we just, well, we don't. I can't afford a car, but I would now not well, look, get a car OnStar. That's I think, part. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, just real quick. I think the thing is, is like OnStar, like, yes, that technology does exist. OnStar themselves are not going to be, um, they're not incentivized to turn your car off. No. Like, what I'm saying is the second they do that, every OnStar user is going to be like, wait a minute, they actually went through and did that? Like, I get what you're saying. If they can do it, the CIA or the NSA or any hacker can get in there and do it as well. But OnStar as a company, they are not incentivized to ever turn your car off. Their only incentive is to open the doors when you're locked out. Well, they're not incentivized for you to find out they can. Well, that's a good point, too. Yeah, sure. You're right. If you know where the car is going to break down, you can be there and drive it off and... uh, put the person in the witness relocation program. Look, people have willingly decided that they want their cars to be able to be shut off by the government. They want their cars to not be able to get gas when uh, the government decides to shut off the electric uh, charging station, you know, like we're making it easier and easier for them to do exactly what they want Uh, just by making it popular. That's It it, would have been interesting if OnStar was uh, unveiled and it was like, no, no, no. The problem was OnStar no just OnStar. joined in with like Ford or whoever, and then every car that came out after the year nineteen, I think, it, I think it's General Motors twenty two thousand and two had that built into but it. But if people just saw the writing on the wall and said, "No one bought those cars," but I think you're forgetting, like 
it isn't a nefarious thing. Like someone creates OnStar, okay? So they put a computer in your car and they say the GPS can hook up. We can find out where your car is and we can unlock it remotely. And you, as the forgetful car owner, like, oh my God, I've locked my keys out so many times. This is great. And then after a year or two, you find out, oh, wait, there's exploits and someone can hack my car and they can unlock it remotely or... Or they convince you that it's for your benefit. Meanwhile, they had an ulterior motive in play all sure, along. that's Terms possible and conditions. too. Like, and, and nobody wants to do that, Matt. Like you were saying before, Apple like doesn't want to give anybody's information up even when it's a crime. But when they have to, they have to. You know what I'm saying? And that could be, the, that could be you. What do you mean when they have to, they have to? You know, there are times when if it was a murder case or I don't know, I don't know what law the government put into effect to make sure that they can get the information from these tech companies, but they have it. They have their look at Twitter, look at uh, Facebook, look when they didn't want the laptop story to be out there. Like, you think those companies wanted to do that? No, Zuckerberg even said, like, like I didn't want to do that, but it's yeah, but the we government. have to. Yeah, but you're taking him at his word. Okay, I just don't think that that would be um, such a such a shock to hear that, like you know, Elon doesn't want to. Um... The point I'm making though is this: is Facebook? We don't know the workings of Facebook. Facebook could be a, a struggling. Well, they company. could be a government organization. This is my point. Know, That's yeah. my point. Whereas Apple is the richest company on earth, and they can tell the government to stick it up their fucking ass. You know what? And we don't even know if that's true. For fuck's no, sake, for sure. they could be giving information out left, right, and center, and they're like, "Hey, Gov, every once in a while, we're just going to say how we stood up to you." I mean, like, listen, that's the best cover to keep, right? We do this weird thing though. Like the gov, the NSA's whole deal is to break into these companies, regardless. So it doesn't matter if Apple's giving up your information or not. The fact that they have it means the government has it. Yeah. Yeah. If and you have given information somewhere, the government has it. And listen, when you look Plain back on the creation of most of these companies, there's some weird government tie-in. Like, they're, are, they're embedded in these things because they're partners to begin with. Yeah. Apple, no, I agree with or, that. Um, Facebook is the perfect example. My, my whole thing is it's probably not all of them. Like, I would agree with you that there's probably a majority, not a majority, like 50% of Fortune 500 companies are in some way there only because the government subsidized them, helped them, had an inside. I agree with that. I mean, Elon is the perfect example. His company was about to go bankrupt and the American government gave him some ungodly amount of billions of dollars to leverage him out of it. And now he gets all the contracts and all of this. And that makes sense, right? You want your own people in there. Why pay some guy twice? And the government likes paying people twice. Uh, lastly, they talked about how uniform jobs suck. And they're really, you can't think of a really good uniform job. If you have to wear a uniform. Yeah, no, uniform unless jobs Unless suck. it's a suit. Unless it's like No, uh, that's not a uniform. I mean, that's, that's a dress code. That's attire, but it's... It's like a police officer or um, yeah, no. working at McDonald's. There's no good uniform. Security guard, that sucks. Even, that even sucks. like a football player, those uniforms suck. Pilot. Uniforms just I suck. I guess that's the best. Pilot? It stink. You have to kill a bunch of people you don't even know. You're still no, I in think this stuffy I don't know, suit. man. I think a pilot's de- probably the best of them. Oh, like a, like an airline pilot. Yeah. No, those, no. those guys it's hate garbage. their lives. They're yeah, all drunks. Exactly. Uh, stewardess. Uh, they all stink. Attendant. And the worst, UPS the worst of the stripper. worst is the UPS shorts. They, they're they uh, taking it to a whole new level. Dude, if you're making 160K a year, I think you're okay wearing the little brown well, shorts. That's why the football players play, play their uniform. You will have a job 
where you wear a uniform, but strive to not. Like Shane's bit about the volleyball players where he's like, and I was saying, you know, those shorts, they're ridiculous. And the girl was like, oh no, they're, they're mandatory. We have to wear them. They make us faster and better at our sport. And he was like, you know how I know that's not true? Because look at what the special Olympic volleyball players <laughs> wear. <laughs> They'd give them any edge, right? <laughs> and I guess uh, I wrote down a rest app. Does that mean anything to you guys? Does that ring a bell? Yeah. Jamie, the, Jamie pulled it up. There's a, there's an app you can pull up if you're being like pulled over or arrested. Oh, to just tell you exactly, you exactly what to do. What to do. Yeah. Cause they were talking about how annoying those videos are where people, yeah. The go sovereign, up to the sovereign, fucking give their sovereign citizens. Fifth, fifth yeah. amendment or whatever. Yeah. Create an app that says, I cannot speak and talk to the police officer on my behalf. Pull an Arian Bilal or Stephen Hawking. I got to tell you though, when you see some of those, it is very interesting. Like you'll see like a an ice checkpoint, and you'll see a guy pull up, and they're like, "Yeah, we're just it's an ice checkpoint. We just need to see your ID." And the guy will be like, "No," and they'll be like, yeah. "Sorry, what?" And he's like, "Yeah, I don't have to show you ID. I haven't committed a crime. I'm a U.S. citizen, and I'm traveling freely." And they'll always press them and press them, and he'll be like, "Can I talk to a supervisor?" And the supervisor will come over, and he'll be like, "Yeah, my Fifth Amendment right says I don't have to show you ID right now, so I'm just going to keep going." And the supervisor will always be like okay, sir, go ahead. And you're always like, in my head, I'm always like, it's crazy that they're just out there trying to violate your fucking rights left, right, and center. And it's on you to be like, hey, 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 I think I have a right here to not. It's fucked. Or you just travel everywhere with a lawyer. (laughs) Yeah. 24 hours a day with a lawyer. Well, I saw this guy, he was like, this black gentleman, he was like, he had set up shortcuts on his phone where he's like, Siri, I'm being pulled over. And it automatically sends like his location to a couple people it automatically starts recording on the front camera because, like, he's like, I have. Well, like, that's what OnStar should do. Yeah, are you black? It sounds yeah. like Black Mirror, fuck. Yeah, but the point is, is if you no, if, no, I'm saying OnStar recording yeah. you inside your car. That's. Uh, I love how we're like, worried. Can't you, can't I love you how, jerk off in privacy and peace? I love how you guys are worried about OnStar. You're carrying around a fucking recording device. Yeah. All three of us have yeah. one on the table right now. And we're like, do you think OnStar's listening to us? I don't, need, I don't need this to drive to the woods. That's the only difference. What do you mean you don't need that? You don't need. When you turn this off, I can still get my car and drive to the woods. Well, if I had a car. I love that you think you turn that off and it's off. That's cute too. Wow, I throw it in the river. Okay, it's sure. There, there, you go. Go. there is a way. No, yeah. you have to throw yourself in the river. That's the only <laughs> positive love, way you have that they're not listening to you. I also love that the scooter driver over here is concerned that his OnStar is listening. A X scooter. They learned how to shut that down right away. Kamar's on the bus like OnStar. I left my keys at home. And how frustrating is that it's the season of the scooter right now? What do you mean? It's well, I could be. I oh, could you be could cruising. still be doing it. Yeah. All right, rate it. Cruising. I rate it a four. I mean, you know, he's been on uh, ad nauseum, but he's changed a lot. <laughs> I, I always think Duncan's great. <laughs> well, and, and this is a weird thing. Why doesn't he? Again, we wonder these people in the orbit not have a Netflix or, or whatever. And he did. He got that podcast one. The stand-up. Oh, a uh, stand-up special. Yeah. I don't think Duncan cares. I, like, I think he just likes doing stand-up. Yeah. But I think as far as creating content, he likes doing other stuff, like in the psychedelic meditation realm, that sort of thing. I think he's fine just like making his own way. I don't know. He's decided not to be more prolific. I also think with health problems, I think maybe... Going on tour and then recording a special, maybe. Um, and maybe when he glow up, he just started getting married, just started having kids, and yeah, yeah. he's enjoying that experience. Yeah. 
Not not to take away from them, but just... Did you rate it? Yeah, I give it four. Oh, yeah, that's right. I give it a three and a half. Simon? I give it a three, seven, five. There we go. All right, that is the first half. We're going to take a break. I don't think there's a bill to pay, but we will be right back. We're back. Thank you so much to you, the listener. We've had a a year, and we want to thank you guys for keeping the fucking lights on, keeping the show going. Whether you've listened, watched, whether you're a Patreon, we don't care. If you're here, we love you. You'll be have a safe and happy New Year. Kamar, name it a number. 27.9 Bingham Bueller. Isn't it Brigham? Brigham. <laughs> Brigham, Brigham Bueller. Second time on the show. Um, now, I don't like the way he says insurance. Yes, you, you mentioned that. <laughs> um, so, Simon, you really hated this. You didn't think this was like a... I think we should give this no more than 10 minutes. Because this was useless. The whole thing was useless. I'm so sick of these. I can't even tell you. I'm just curious. Like, you've been through the healthcare system. You've struggled through it. And you do agree that it's incredibly broken. And this kind of sheds light on, like, many of the... Right? And that... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess. What I want to know is because, obviously, they're talking about an American healthcare system with insurance (laughs) Um, being the roadblock... A bunch of these treatments and stuff aren't covered under insurance. Yeah. Now, since our healthcare system is different, what are the blocks there that our healthcare doesn't? I think there's still many blocks. Many, many, many blocks. Yeah. Like Simon mentioned, you know, like, let's say you could benefit from weed. And haven't have we have free healthcare? The technically technically speaking, well, no, but no, no, we'll subsidize your drugs for chemotherapy this is what i'm saying like if you have if you you know they they will subsidize for other things and you can get an adderall prescription if you tell the doctor that you're covered by canadian health of course um so it's 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 still somehow involved well hold on medicine for profit and there's even more than that insurance still plays uh we still have insurance we're also we're also to, to our american listeners we're doing a disservice. I can't, I'm actually, I can't without insurance go, I can't go to the uh, pharmacy and get free drugs. That's not how it works here. Plain and simple. I, I don't even know how it works. because I don't. Well, use you it. could. No, you can't. If I need it, if I need penicillin, I will go to the doctor. He will write me a script for penicillin. I then have to take that penicillin to a pharmacy. And if I don't have insurance, I pay full pop for that penicillin. If you have insurance, you pay little to nothing. Like it might be six bucks for what would normally cost, you know, you, you'll pay the 10% uh-huh, yeah. copay or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because I know this because when I had a, like a, a job in a position where I was insured, I would, I would get super cheap prescriptions, but it's not like... But if you don't have money, like let's say you're on, you just don't welfare, have cash, yeah. you're on welfare. I don't and think And you it's, go to the doctor. Yeah. They are going to you're not going to get the medicine you need if you don't have the money? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I've never been in that position, so I don't know. But I don't. But know. it seems like the catch is they'll pay for the medicine you need if it keeps you unhealthy or a constant user of the system. No, and that's where... See, this is, again, if you are insured, yes. But if you're not insured, like you're paying for your own meds. Now, they'll still try to keep you sick. I agree with that. 
Like they're not going to give you a cure for what you're looking for, but they will try to keep you alive. It's just like I said a couple weeks ago, if I could say I want you to pay for my ways to well five test DNA, I send their blood, you pay for it. They just won't do that. No. But I can do it myself. But it's a good point. Like if if the Canadian here's the thing, we the Canadian people, we pay for everyone's health care across the board. So we would benefit a great deal from everyone having that thousand dollar test done and then knowing for sure, hey, we could like eat this, don't eat that. The problem is the upfront cost, thirty six million people getting a thousand dollar test. The same way you have to pay more for your insurance if you're a smoker. Yeah. You would pay more for your insurance if you have an inherent um condition that you don't even know about yeah but kamar's point like this guy's point and this is an important one is like they they can preemptively know that you're like high risk for diabetes and then say we're not going to cover you for diabetes when the whole idea of insurance is if i get sick i you know what i mean like yeah like if you insured your car and then you got in an accident and they were like oh well no because we think you were going to get an accident so we weren't insuring against that you'd be pretty bummed out You'd be like, what am I insuring for then? Yeah, no, the whole idea is that they charge you more to get insured yeah. because you fall into categories that would lead Higher you risk. to believe yeah. that you were going to end up with diabetes. I mean, Kamar, here's a weird one. So Mary's sister, Maudie, uh, she had MS or has MS. And she was in her 20s and she she was like waking up and couldn't feel her legs, couldn't use her legs. It was like it was getting bad. There was a doctor, coincidentally, in Ottawa. She was living in Vancouver at the time. There was a doctor in Ottawa who had this, like, breakthrough MS treatment that he was trialing in Ottawa. And she went and met with him, and he was like, you're the perfect candidate. And then she moved back to Ottawa, which is what brought us back. And this guy gave her chemo and stem cells, and she didn't pay a dollar. She got a full treatment, and she has MS in remission. So to give you an example, like I can't imagine how much that would have cost her in the States. Here she flew home on her own dime, went and saw this guy, got chemo and stem cells, and now doesn't have, well, you, what he says is you can't get rid of MS, but hers is in remission. She hasn't felt any of the symptoms since. And he's just a Canadian doctor. Yeah, but it also brings up like, why haven't we heard about this? Why isn't... No, I'm, that, I, I think you're lying. <laughs> no, I know you're not lying, but yeah, 100%. Like, I'm thinking there's some clinics around town. Could I go to them and ask them, look at this website. Do you know how I, could you put these tests together? No. There must be. I don't think so. This uh, private no, physiotherapy have, clinic. You'd have to go to, like, your GP and get them to give you um, uh, requisites to all the different, like, example, I had to go get, like, a ultrasound and an x-ray on my shoulder i can't just show up at the ultrasound clinic i have to make an appointment i have to have a referral from my doctor they definitely won't take you without that so you'd have to go to your doctor get them to refer you to all these different places because one doesn't exist here well no like there where they're doing this test i mean what it could end up that tally be twelve hundred dollars and i think that's a worthwhile investment well that's on you then Yeah, yeah yeah absolutely I mean, what you're talking about, some clinic like that, where you can just go get this, you know, extensive blood test done, that might exist. Not pr- Definitely in Toronto, that exists. Probably Vancouver, maybe Ottawa. I think you'd be surprised. But what Simon's saying is correct. The, like, because it's, uh, because it's a taxpayer fund, you can't just be like, I think 
your doctor has to say you need this and then you will go get it for free. Like that the MR- sounds insane though. And I don't even know necessarily know if there are places you can pay for this because our system is so weird with this um, equality for all. Well, it's not. It's called a triage system. It's not a quality for all. Well, but that's what it is. They don't want somebody with more money to be able to get better care than somebody with less money. It's a quality for all. No, because it, there's nothing stopping you from going outside of this country. If you want it done in this country. Okay, but if you're, your point is that if you're rich... You have nowhere to go. If you're rich, you can go anywhere. Just not in this country. Uh-huh. Okay, sure. And if you're poor, you don't have the choice anyway, right? Mm-hmm. I know it's like, I'm not happy about the way it is, but I'm just saying. you have to go to like Panama to get procedures that should, for the same work they could do here. Well, no, because you could go to the States to have it done. Why would you have to go to Panama? The things um, you have to go to Panama for, they won't do in the States either, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But again, you go to the States and you have to pay so much money. That's Either way, the, the point of this, he was on because they were going to ban some peptide, which clearly has no... The only problem with this peptide is that it would stop you from taking pharmaceuticals that these companies make billions off of. Yeah, they're and banning sh- the peptide to corner the market. And this should be a huge red flag for all of us that like we are literally bought and sold by massive pharmaceutical companies Money. that don't give but a fucking shit about us. But this doesn't need to be the red flag. The red flag's been out there for a long time. That's what I'm saying. Like, Hold on. Who cares? Because you, you could get ahead of this one. Like The point is, if this guy comes on Joe early enough, Americans, not us, it's useless for us. We have no fucking, but Americans can go to their congressperson and say, hey, why is this peptide being banned? And if enough of them do it, maybe, Simon, I realize it's a pipe dream, but I'm just saying in a perfect world, in a democratic society, the idea would be this guy goes on, says his piece, the voters go out and speak, and mm-hmm. it gets... Yeah, I was also thinking while well, listening to this, what if um, one of these guys runs for Congress? Like if they if they feel this passionately about it, you mean like an RFK? Uh, I don't know if RFK is. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and you see, they can't do anything. The well, whole no, 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 no. He's totally running. Rigged. He's running for president. I think if he just ran for congressman, he might have a more realistic chance. Mm. Um, uh, he told the two stories about Bayer that uh, they killed 150 women in the 40s. God, that was dark. Like Fuck, send, send, send another 140. It happens. Imagine those scientists. They must be Nazis. Listen, I think. Well, first of all, they definitely were yeah, Nazis. We, <laughs> when no, I'm when you hear, you know how we say over in Avon Braun, it was like a total of like 380 scientists. It was some ungodly number of people. There were only so they were just building out the systems in America. Like there were only so many. Uh, heads of departments that you needed like 300 no <laughs> but they must have been more advanced because germany had less regulation on where you could yeah, go yeah and they were doing i don't even know if it had to do with regulation i just they were advanced in a lot of that stuff and then he gave another example about how bayer decided to sell hiv tainted drugs to africa which is cold lotion. Well, but you know what's crazy is, um, I don't know if you, I, and I know I've talked about this before, but that show, The Nick. Okay. Did you, either of you watch it? No. That's so when it, it's an science old, in the 1880s old-timey doctor back in New York City, and he's like addicted to coke that he is giving himself. And then at the end, That's how usually they come out with this <laughs> new drug, and they're showing you... 
they're like panning it and it's heroin by bear, you yeah. know, and it's just. Yeah. That's the last scene of the first season or whatever. And then, of course, everyone goes, why is the media not covering this? Well, you know why. Of course you know why. I know. it's a, it just feel, Sorry, this conversation just feels redundant at He's, this point. That was what I meant. You know what I mean? Like, we've had it a zillion times. It's always the same thing. He brought nothing new to the table, whoa, which whoa, is whoa, your whoa, whole whoa, fucking whoa, thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. What but he what, did is defended AI and said, eventually you're going to have... Uh, Full doctor in your pocket. Yeah, but it'll be sponsored by Bayer. Well, that was Joe's pushback was biases, but that's right. The operating system is run by the government. Like, mm-hmm. but maybe it won't be able to uh, like control chat, every. ChatGPT is the perfect example, right? You buy the generic ChatGPT. You don't know any better. You don't know about asking grandma and all of these boycotts or uh, bypasses, rather. You ask it a question, and it is biased by the maker. That maker is subsidized by the government, and you get the answer that they want you to get. And even if there's 10% of the people out there who have figured out the workaround, most people are just so happy to have a program that's going to do their work for them. They're not even interested in, you know what I mean? It's just another way to be fooled. But with the detriment, there's, you know, an accidental positive. I, I guess, Matt. Listen, don't don't let me get you down, Kamar. You seemed real hyped on this insurance guy. Well, no, and, it was. Uh, I was disappointed at first. I was like, "Why is this guy fighting for peptides? Does he sell peptides?" But then he said that he had a thing going, and he had to lay off 150 people. So it's now become a personal uh, vendetta for him, which gives me good uh, feeling about his intent. Listen, he was also he was also telling us that like not that we didn't know, but like. Like you were saying, like all these companies are in bed with the government and that the Justice Department works for these major corporations to take down any sort of player in the game who could hurt their bottom line. And that's not how the U.S. system was built. Like it's not supposed to be that way. The government isn't supposed to do the bidding of massive corporations. It's not supposed to you. you, If you have a billion dollar corporation, Simon, you're not supposed to have a direct line to the Department of Justice to be like, can you go after this guy? That's yeah, you're also shit. supposed to pay the most in taxes, not the least. Yeah, that too. Um, when uh, a company like Amazon, Kamar, instead they get more tax break. You pay more. You on your whatever thirty-eight thousand dollars a year. No offense, I don't. I didn't mean you. Oh, I make I just, way less. <laughs> whatever, whoever on their fifty grand a year. You yeah. know what I mean? You pay more in tax than Amazon does as a multi-billion-dollar company. Well, and I mean, in free market capitalism, like everything we just said about Bayer, they should be out of business. A hundred percent. The people should have demanded them out of business, but that just goes to show you, Matt, like you can sell tainted blood to Africans, but as long as you're making Tylenol or aspirin or dick pills that the American people need, they conveniently forget that you're a mass murderer. But it goes back to what Kamar was saying last week. You know, Kamar was... He was outraged at, and again, this is egregious, but those two people that uh, sued Giuliani and got all that money. The problem is, is like, if you see a settlement where Bayer has to pay $100 billion, a guy like Kamara would be like, $100 billion, that's too much. But the idea is, no, you're putting them out of business. You're supposed to do that. 
Yeah. Like the Sacklers, like we find them six billion. Yeah. They made twenty eight. Yeah. No. So good. not enough. It has to be an Alex Jones type situation where you can never pay back the money that you're fined, and hence you can't get back in Since the game. They did way well, any money you make in perpetuity Jones. is going to go to the people you is, hurt. That's how it, it should so be. So then you're not going to run your business anymore because nobody wants to work for somebody else for nothing. You're better off just ending it. A hundred percent. Listen, after um, you watch Dope Sick, yeah. the Sackler family not only should be in jail, but there should not be a Sackler medical yep. whatever. When, when... Um, you should who, also take their names off the buildings. Who's, uh, who's the big one there? Uh, Pfizer. When Pfizer comes out with all those documents about how they fucked everybody with the vaccines... Pfizer should no longer be in business. But like I said, when the same company is selling you the dick pill that you really want, it's kind of like this global warming thing on the, on the nice days in wintertime. Like nobody says a goddamn thing because you're, you need your dick hard. Yeah, but there's a way around that. It's so like, again, if we're talking about free market capitalism, this is what would happen. They would lose a court case and all their money. And then they would be forced to sell their patents to a new company. So that new company can still make the dick pills. And then the money that they give that company for the dick pill patent, that money goes to the people they hurt for said other thing. That's how it should work. And if we lived in a system where the big brother Mm -hmm. was doing the right thing Mm -hmm. and looking out for its people, that would be the case. But that's not the case. Big brother is there to like make more money off you. You know what I mean? So you have two people fucking you up. You have two dicks up your ass. Thursday again. <laughs> but we only did that on Tuesdays. Kamar, what else you got? I, We've already just... passed the 10 minute mark. Simon's yeah, angry. Yeah, we're wrapping it up. Thank you. <coughs> I really think I, whether Simon, or, I don't care what Simon says. I still think this is a must listen. I think anyone where you find out that a massive, massive, massive corporation is fucking us. Yeah. It's a, it's like the, mm. the, um, yeah, don't worry. Pedophile in the laundry room. Yeah. I don't know why there's a pedophile here, but yeah. I think you need to hear about it, and you should know. My biggest thing was I want to know what's the issue, because our healthcare system is different, our um, way we do medicine is different, whatever, how it's the same. We're getting fucked here some other way, but it's not because of insurance. Let me tell you this, Kamar. Uh, the pretty ladies who sell the... Um, the opioids and the dick pills, they still come and see our doctors. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking about trunk. You know what I'm saying? People are still being influenced by the pharma companies in our medicine. And doctors want to stick to traditional stuff because it's like... But it's nowhere close. Like, listen, we joked about the Ozempic ads, but that's like really, you know, if you go to the States, it's crazy how many fucking catheters and this and that and every fucking every second ad is for an, another drug well, like, it's the same with us now we just don't know what the drugs do you have to look them up no, but they my, still take up the video time my the, point was though you couldn't name another one other than ozempic that's out right now that they're trying to push you Ravidamir. Uh, there's a whole bunch that i see all the time dude i haven't seen Ravidamir. i've only seen a million ozempic commercials uh he brought up the red light that uh they use data white the as district example. No, the red light. Oh, that's uh, my favorite red light. I'm buying one. And they're talking about how uh, the red light district. Yeah, the light penetrates into your cells and gets them renew. 
also, if you don't get as much light, you have uh, increased more melatonin, creates more melatonin, which decreases testosterone. Which well, may, that's why people get depressed in the. But maybe that's why we dark. have that difference between the Canadians and Americans, and Amer- Canadians feel similar to the top of America, but the closer you get to a place where it's always sunny, they're wilding out. Like, I mean, we've said that all the time, yeah, though, yeah, right? Yeah. Without winter, you just. If we all get red light, maybe we'll get more aggressive, want to brag about our accomplishments and just be more American. Um, Can you imagine, though, li- just living 365 days without a shit cold day? California. I would, yeah. lo- I would love it. It would be like a, be gift, a gift from the gods. And you'd be depressed that you realize you were suffering. Yeah. Like, I often wonder why my stupid parents decided to put down roots in the coldest yeah. place in the world, you know? Yeah. Uh, they were hiring. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was better than Quebec. That was pretty much like... He was talking about, again, if you can imagine something, I don't know if you want to live forever, but there are genetically... Species related, related to us genetically that like live green, hundreds of years. Greenland shark, yeah. And, and tortoises. Shrews and stuff. Yeah. And so it really is, okay, we've just got to, And we have the DNA in it, like what to unlock that. Which, I don't know, if you want to live longer, that sounds really exciting, and it may become uh, accessible to all. Just a quick test, because it was like, uh, he was doom and gloom, and Joe kept going, oh, God. And it it really wouldn't surprise me, and I'm not being facetious here, I'm not talking about, like, the king's list with the... Egyptians living, you know, 300, 5,000 years, whatever it is, which maybe is a possibility. But, you know, it could be as simple as like in the 1800s, people lived a lot longer before the invention of fill in the blank. And since that happened, we've become an 80 year um, human life cycle because of phthalates or because of using gasoline or who fucking knows, right? Like this one thing that just stunts life by God knows how long that really wouldn't surprise me considering how much shit we have, you know, like just look at the plastics. Like you ingest that much plastic a year and they used to ingest zero plastic a year. Yeah. But if you, they live shorter. But if you think about evolution... Did they? Did they? We don't know. Yeah, but from an evolutionary standpoint, the generation after ours would be like almost immune to the plastic. Or we just use so much plastic that we make ourselves into plastic. Well, then we could live forever. Or we die right away. One and or the it, other. And tie it all together. Well, the last point you said is that stem cells are allowed, but it's just... Only certain stem yeah, cells specific, insurance yeah. covers. So it's just one, once again, like you can money get stem cells in, here. It's just way too expensive. Or it, it may not be the stem cells you well, think about it like, benefit from. Simon, think about it like weed. Like when it was just medicinal, you know, they had like the one weed you could get from the government. Mm-hmm. And it probably wasn't that great. Or you could go see Jerry down the street. He had fire, that boombastic, that crondon. Yeah. And the government's like, no, no, we don't pay for Jerry's. Yeah, you got to go like hang out at some dude's house and then he finally brings out the stem right. cells for you yeah. after listening to records yeah. for four hours. This is hitting pretty close to home. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought this was very interesting. And once again, I want to see how the difficulties apply to us. My only criticism is he was way too technical. 
Yeah, it's a problem. When he starts to talk about stuff, is like, uh, I'm sure what you're talking about is important, but your passion is above my uh, understanding of what you're talking about. I give it a three. I think in closing, too, it, it, it sucks. Like, I think we're at a point in the world where they're just, I know this sounds odd because there is enough money, but there just isn't enough money. And what I mean by that is, like, either all the money is sitting in that 1%'s hands. Like, what this guy's talking about would cost the average Joe how much money in a year? Like, to truly take care of your health. This is what I'm saying. I don't think, I think everything that they're forcing you to do is per year. This is possibly one time make a, a monumental change in your health's life. Yeah, yeah, life but, I, but even then, then you take Gary Brecka and you got to take all these, like, we've had a million people on that, that are like, there's eight different supplements by like that you have to take every day that cost X amount of money. Like it's not, if you took 1% of the military budget in the United States yeah. a year, you could run this test easily on the entire population and give everybody what they need sure. to survive from that. Like, come on. I also, sure. th- I think it's not that like that. I think there's a couple of tests that you could look at and they will never change. This is just what your body would do the best if you do this. And if it really is a case, if we are really like this fuck that the government is totally tied up with the um, pharma and they are only making drugs to um, to prolong you for making money for them, like there's no way, right? You're never going to get this done. Well, I mean... It will never be legalized. It'll never be allowed to... It just won't. Kamar, if they if they made that te- if they gave everyone in America that test and it came back and was like ninety eight percent of you need to stop eating sugar tomorrow, <laughs> that'd be a big fucking problem well, for a lot of companies. You know who I think is the biggest of the bigs? Inflation. Big no, sugar. Yeah. Well, and, and when you look at like the way Canada has handled um, cigarettes and liquor. You yeah, put we these would, massive we would taxes tax the on shit them. out of it. You would tax all the things that are bad for you, period. It wouldn't matter what they were because the government wants to save as much money as possible, right? Yeah. They want to be able to keep everybody healthy by spending the least amount of money possible. Yeah, but the concern too is that you don't want to become like communist China where it's like everyone must eat their gr- their health gruel every day. And if you don't eat your health gruel, it will cost the government. You know what I mean? And that's not kind of the world you want to live in. You want to be able to have a burger when you want to have a burger. I don't know. Yeah, and you just pay an awful amount of tax on that. The same way that you're allowed to smoke, Matt. I'm allowed to smoke. We're going to pay, you know, 72% tax but on do, it. But do you notice if you watch movies from 20 years ago how everyone's smoking? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's the it's, best. It's, it's really wild. Which I, means to me that the cigarette companies here $2 million yeah. Give us three minutes of smoking in your movie. Yeah, for or, sure. Or whatever it is. Might be more than that. Um, I also should say in closing, you remember Prometheus? Yeah. So do you remember when she uh she gets hurt and she crawls into that like pod? Okay. And that pod immediately start like it it x ray it gives her a full MRI X ray. It it it's like this is the problem, and then it starts giving her surgery, like I know we're not that close to that, but we're closer to that than we are farther away from that. Mm-hmm. And there's a chance that with AI, everyone has some pod. Because like, I'm sure you saw the video a few years ago, that doctor operating remotely on the grape. Yep. So he's like in India. And there's nothing to say that AI couldn't do that. I know, but it, that just ruins the whole, if nobody needs drugs anymore. 
No, but I'm, again, listen. Well, look at the newspaper industry. It's getting ruined. Those Stuff com- gets... Yeah. Institutions fall. Not, uh, I guess. Okay, sure. Not ones that are giant money to makers. To be optimist. For, well, no, I mean, Simon, listen, I know that we live in a different world now, but in 1908, do you know what the biggest uh, industry in the world was? Or like 1898? Uh, Buffalo like pelts horse, or something. Uh, something. Whaling. You know what I mean? So overnight, whaling disappears, and we just move on to the next thing. Like, there's nothing to say that I'm with you. Pfizer, Pfizer would be like, we can't stop selling drugs, but Pfizer could also then just say, we sell the beds now. So this, this your your bed that gives you surgery in the morning if you have like a kidney. I stone. know, but the same could be saying for like the gasoline companies, you could just become electric car company, but nobody wants to do that, you know? Yeah, but Simon, you're. You're forgetting they just find a model like here's a good one. You don't buy the bed. You rent the bed from us. So you pay $100 a month for that bed in perpetuity. So we're we have everyone in America, 360 million people paying us $100 a month. There's a cost benefit average, right? Like they Pfizer could say on average, every American gives us $100 a month for dick pills or diabetes pills or whatever. They just equal that out and go, okay, the bed now costs whatever that, you know. I'm just saying there's a possibility that could happen. The system's going to break in our lifetime. That's my hope. Yeah, I think you I think you are much more likely to see the system break in like a violent way than break in like all of a sudden we're going to do business differently. You know what I'm saying? Nobody does business uh different freely. They're forced into it usually by violence or by uh, or the technology. But even then you're okay, forget it. Like let's 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 do this the ultimate fucking American way, okay? They Pfizer's like, we'll give you the bed. You get to keep it in your house. But anytime you step foot in it, it's like 150 bucks. That's more likely the outcome. Like Subscription bed? Yeah. No, but add-ons as well. Like, oh, you want surgery? Well, that's an extra 500. Like, mm-hmm. nothing is fucking free. Dude, the other day I was playing Call of Duty, and my buddy was like, I bought the Hans Zimmer pack. And I said, what outfit is that? Like, you want to play as Hans Zimmer? It's music? Yeah. And I said, wait a minute. You just paid for music in your game? Like, now they're... Like they're now at the point where they're just like, put on Hans Zimmer in your fucking headphones. No, but Simon, That's what I just thought of how crazy is it? That like, <laughs> how should he pay for it? How crazy is it that you used to get a game wow. that came with music and characters and everything, like ready to go, and now they're like, curate. Here's a white box. Oh, you wanted music with that? Well, that's ten bucks. Oh, you want to play as a character? Oh, that's 50. yeah. It's but like it's when, your choice. It's yeah. like when you go to one of those steakhouses and the steak is like seventy five bucks, and you're like, okay, fine, but it's going to be the best steak I ever had. And, and so then you have to nice order sides. all the sides yeah. separately. And they're yeah. $12 a piece yeah. for like four pieces of broccoli. Yeah, yeah. If you have to notice that, you're not supposed to be in those restaurants. Yeah, it's true. That's right. You have to ask the price. Do you guys rate this one? I gave it a three. Three and a half. I'll give it a three as well. <laughs> Look, I didn't like around, it, but I can... Around, Sally. No, I, I, I personally hated it, but I could see the merits for some That's people, but I hated it. Okay. Important distinction. 2078 John Reeves the boner last one of the Bone year boys man. for for now and the rest of time comes in on That's his big what he horse said. this is forever the last episode yeah. of the year celebrating uh bones in the east river and then he mentions that well those bones are worthless which would have come in handy when he told people go look for these bones cuz why are they worthless well, he seems to think they're worthless. Well, he thinks they're he worthless because he's swimming those in are the them. the ones they threw out, the museum threw out, and they're holding on to the valuable ones. Again, let's go back to this guy bought a company 
to find gold. Yeah. And all it has is bones. So he might be a bit pissed off because he really wants to find gold. No, I like that. So he's like going to make angle. him some sort of, like it just, as we discussed, as we got into, you've got all these bones. You've got millions of bones already. What about the, well, those were my bones. Yeah. I really think he's creating a victim complex. Oh, um, I like your angle though. I like that, that he's like, he's been duped out of this land. Like some, some gold prospector showed up and was like, there's gold in these hills. And then he bought There's the land. There's treasure in these hills. Yeah. That's what they told him. And then he buys the land and he's stuck with a bunch of fucking dinosaurs. And even a museum doesn't want them. They're dumping them in the river. He said, <laughs> oh, these bones are shit. That's how worthless yeah, they are. Yeah. They're just taking up space. A miner is a liar standing beside a hole. He sort of showed his cards to Joe. Mm. Uh, Joe is surprised that no one cares about this. But I really, mean, I'm also surprised that nobody cares about this. You think in these bones lies the... Well, if, listen, Joe, I don't know why he kept saying, well, we have to find a man, a human in there. This guy told him that he found a human in there and he just can't say it because they'll come and they'll take it away. He found a a man. He said it. It was 10 feet away from the skull of a mammoth. Yeah. So if it turns out that there's a homo sapien living when he wasn't supposed to be living. Who knows? You know, those are all interesting things you could find. So that's what he says. He wants to prove that the humans and these prehistoric beasts cohabitated the planet. Is that what he wants to prove? That's what he says, but he just wants people to care about these bones because there's no gold in them. Well, no, I mean, but like they were talking about a mammoth bone. It sells for like, hundreds of thousands of dollars. You get the head of one of these um, wolves. It's a million bucks. Trust me, he can make a shit ton of money off these bones. Do, can he? Yes, 100% I don't he think can. he can. Kamar, I'm telling you, go on go on eBay, go anywhere right now and try and buy a mammoth tusk. Kamar. See how much it costs you. Go Kamar, right now. You go to the auction, it's this guy with a mustache <laughs> on, like two million. <laughs> <laughs> His wife's over there, four million. Well, no, you, I'm, you I'm telling you, there's a huge demand. There absolutely is. Nicholas Cage for like the skull of a trice or of a Tyrannosaurus Rex paid like millions of dollars. People want that shit. Well, then he should just be selling it. He's trying to get in touch with Nick Cage. That's why he's on Joe Rogan. I need to get the bones back so I can make the money to test the bones. It's right out of Boogie Nights. He seems like Pepe Silvia. He's a national. Once I get the bones. We need the mixtape to get to the record company. The record, you have to pay for the recording. You're like, (laughs) what? what? Don't you? I I really didn't get it. He's pulling out like, they just pulled out a full mammoth skeleton. He's pulling out hundreds of bones a day. He said, I built the facility, millions of dollars for them to do the research. Now I'm just waiting for them to bring, just do the research on the bones you have. Again, we, we keep coming around to this thing. What's so special about the bones that they have? Um, I don't know. I do not know, but I, I do know this guy was looking for gold. It's just that it seems like, hold on. It seems like his temperament might be a slight problem. We touched on this at the very beginning of the episode. Like it feels like. At some point, I'm just taking a guess. It feels like at some point, someone who was in the know probably showed up and was like, hey, I work for X company and or not even company like I'm a geologist or whatever. And I'd like to inspect. And he was probably like, get the fuck off my land. Like he seems a little prickly, just a little. hundred oh, percent. If you if you bought a house and then you you get the keys, and you say, yeah, there used to be a clawfoot tub in the uh, 
basement, but my cousin took it. Do you go to the cousin? Hey, yeah. that was once yeah. this house. I, I, I land and whatever. It's different, but I just feel like they got they got those bones, buddy. I mean, I'm sorry that it's. Well, no, I mean, I get that he's. They still stole the bones. Like the government can't just do whatever the fuck they want. That's well, it was bullshit, a museum. It wasn't you know? the government, right? I well, that it, is. It is the government. Okay. It's the natural national museum of whatever. I don't know if it's government run. It's government. Okay. Run. A hundred percent. The same way the Smithsonian is government run. Simon, uh, Kamar, th- I love the thought too that there's probably some Russian guy somewhere who's like, actually, that was my land that well, originally. You know what I mean? Like, you can it's my grandfather Igor's land, um, and he said the bones. Yeah, they're waiting for the bones to come <laughs> yeah, back exactly. here. Now he's uh, he's established that he's got trust with Joe. That he's working, and he tries to tell him that uh, speed of thought is faster than speed of light. Oh, that was so deep. Joe cuts him off and goes into the the universes upon universes and how the neural network looks the same as a cosmic network. Joe is really stuck on this whole like our the whole idea of humans was just for us to create AI. I I buy into it. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, sure. it, it sort of romanticizes why everything doesn't make sense, but it's just hurling towards this point. You're not supposed to understand why it works. Then John came back with the idea that the aliens had to come in and eradicate the dinosaurs before they could start their uh, program to build a civilization that goes through these. But it'd be weird that they even figure out, so they'll go through the Egyptian age, then something we'll have to wash that out, and then we can get them to them. I, I see how that doesn't make sense. Or maybe it's like, uh, so they're starting their little experiment. And the lizards, the way it happened for us, forget the dinosaurs for a second, okay? The fish comes out of the ocean, it becomes the the lizard, it becomes the shrew, the shrew becomes the monkey, the monkey becomes us. Maybe with the dinosaurs, it was like they came out of the ocean the same way. They become a lizard, and then that lizard becomes the dominant creature on the planet. And they're like, whoa, 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 there's like, a hundred thousand steps to go here, and they're and they, like you said, they just wiped them out. It didn't work, or they didn't wipe them out. They had to once they got to a big enough, they had to make them so that they slowly ooze into fossil fuels. So when they come around again, they can use those fossil fuels to almost kill the planet, but create AI. Because that's what we always forget about that. Right? That's so interesting. All the gas is supposed to be old dinosaurs. The same way we're here to become AI. Or to build AI, the, the dinosaurs were mandatory because they had to become the fuel. We need to be able to build the plastic to build the computer <laughs> it's simple, to become uh, AI. Once you look at it, I mean that just that's reeks of simulation to me. But whatever. Well, and that just brings me back to if you have the power to build this simulation, you can't just make the fossil fuels. No, you did. It's a fun workaround. No, I'm I'm saying though, like fossil fuels are what we use because it's here on the planet. It is not the best way to do it. You know what I mean? No, it's a step in the. It's a step though. Like fossil fuel, we don't know where it goes to, but fossil fuels get us to X, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To solar. No, to whatever. Weird. No, no, no. Because no, it'll be something else to fission. You know what I mean? Because gasoline is will be the precursor to. Like, I don't understand why we haven't gone. But again, maybe the same way as the dinosaurs got stuck as being the biggest lizard, we got stuck on fossil fuels, and we also need to be eradicated. Maybe. What do you mean not magnets? They use magnets. Like in Japan, the whole light rail system is all magnets. Well, everywhere use magnets, especially when I see magnets can make. If they put it the right way, they'll make something spin. 
So well, that's also go, with dry ice. They got to freeze it. There are the lots of places on the planet that do things differently than we do. But that just North seems America. like the most renewable energy. Like what were we talking about last week? Um, oh, France and their uh, nuclear, nuclear power. Energy, yeah. mm-hmm. Like we've just decided willy nilly that that's not how we do things here. The bidet. The bidet, another perfect example. Yeah. Like, why the fuck are we sticking our hands up our asses over here? Yeah. Like, what did I find out today? This is crazy. Big that, toilet paper? Uh, hold on, because yeah. this totally, just hold on. This was one of my facts for the day, but this totally comes into play. No, but the bidet is eye-opening, because if you grow up without it, you're like, yeah, I just wipe my ass with coarse paper every time I'm done shitting. But if And you're you- like, that does the job. I don't look, I don't ensure... Then when you use a bidet, because you're like, what, am I going to wash my ass with a hose every time I shit? That seems crazy. But then you do it, and you're like, this is a much superior system. Well, what does a person think who lives without toilet paper or a toilet? True. When they get yeah. to the, to- yeah. the toilet. To- what? What? what is this? Yeah. Average American toilets clog far more than European ones by design choice, and that's why they're always talking about plungers. So that's big plumber. So it's big plunger. Big plumbing. Mm-hmm. It's just another way they're keeping us down every single time. I do have a question though, bidet users, if there are any listening, what is the like the drying protocol? They have a dryer in the thing. No, no, that's the tushy. Like no, no, no. They have oh, I'm like in the European bidets, it's just like a little toilet beside that like sprays. I think water there's up a little ass. towel that you pat yourself off with. So everyone uses the same ass dry towel. I don't know. I don't know. Because I've always wondered this: what do what is the protocol? Do you just sit there and air dry? Because you can't just you know just wet asshole putting your pants on, are you? That seems crazy. But wait, do you, I don't even think you sat on the bidets. Didn't no, you, you kind hover, of squat. Yeah, yeah, over yeah them? you just squat. But my point is still, it's and shooting. that seems barbaric too. <laughs> the squatting, like they can't even give you a seat. I like the toilet that has the thing built in. Yeah, and that's not just the tushy; those are like any new sure, toilet. Sure, I, I'm pretty sure now when you go to Europe. There isn't a bidet and a to- it's just all in one. When I was in Thailand, the the hotel we stayed at had what you're talking about, like the air dry, the hot air to dry your ass. But I thought that was a luxury because when I went to another bidet, like I went to a toilet in Thailand where they just had, you know, the sink hose that you get, like the sprayer. Yeah. Like the 80s one. That yeah. Just, yeah. They just had that beside the toilet and you were just supposed to like spray your ass into the toilet. It seems... But again, I was like, what is the drying method here? Like just wet pants. I mean, it's it's, it's so uh humid there. I mean, like, listen, yes, yeah, you if just you're, if have you're, mud butt no matter what. If you're fucking rinsing your ass with a garden hose, I just don't think you're overly concerned with the it's drying true. process. That's true. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah. Um <sighs> sorry, we got bidet sidetracked. War is a racket. They played that. Oh, uh, oh he, he read that quote. Um, Schmedley Butler, the most made-up name ever. <laughs> then John Reed. What's your name? Uh, Schmedley. Yeah. Uh, then uh, John talked about how he's way ahead of everyone because he's got the um, permafrost frozen tunnel, which you have to have. Everyone knows you have to have that if you're going to be the leader in this game. Well, we'll talk about that later. But all I know, and I, this just didn't come all right, is some of my DNA's in that tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> So does so that mean he jerked off in yeah, the tunnel? That's all I heard. He's like, Joe, I just want you to know my DNA is all over yeah, my there's land. There's cumsicles yeah. all over the place. And when that's I why pass, they, that's I brought why they, you this bone. It's full of my DNA. That's, that's why the museum threw the bones out. They're like, it's covered in this guy's DNA. <laughs> These are bones. Yeah. This is just cum. This is semen. 
This is fossilized semen. But he thinks a generation from now will go into his uh, tunnel, grab some of his DNA, and recreate him. Because he's such a good guy. It's odd, too. Like, if money's an issue, this guy seems like he could just set up an attraction. Like, you want to come dig up a... Like, dude, that's actually a brilliant idea. Instead of you taking the time and hiring someone to hose out all those bones... You just make it a tourist attraction. You want to come hose no, out some he, bones? No, he was... It's the two of them, Matt. Him and Ethan. Those are the only two who are doing any hosing. I know, but this, is, the only this two is what I'm saying, though, is work. you can now get people... And, the, and, and you can the, say, listen, you get to leave. To do it pays for the listen, test. Listen, I, I don't think it's a money issue. The guy built the million-dollar facility. I get it. No, he says it's a money issue. He's a gold prospector. He says every he test has, is $400. I don't feel like... What's this guy's name? John Reeves. John Reeves. Okay, let's see how much he's No, worth. Kamar, I like my idea. I think it's brilliant. And you, any bones that they, you can sell to them. Hey, you blasted this bone out. We're going to encase it. Yeah, in. it's like, you know how you can get for the kids? It's like a dino dig. Yeah. And it comes with a little block and this they chip out. The, you just do a real one. Yeah. This, yeah. For adults. Yeah. And if you find something cool, you can buy it. You don't get to just This is exactly it. what I'm saying. What was his name, Commercial? John Reeves. John Reeves, thanks. He brought up that cloning exists. Yeah. And that's a quiet thing that, like, it, their examples are dogs and stuff, but knowing human people, human beings, there's no way they said, yeah, we don't want, I, I, I wonder if we could clone people, but that just would not be a good idea. So we won't do that. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and say definitively I think it's crazy, the idea that they would have... I'm with you. They cloned a sheep and they just stopped. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think the the only difference is, like, if you clone a cat... um, Like, let's say I clone Chico, okay? God forbid something happens. I clone him. I have a replica, what I believe is a replica of Chico. It looks like him. It probably barks like him. It might have some of the same mannerisms. But because there's no, like... um, Memory? No, but like I, more like speech. Like if I could, like you and I can sit here and talk and you have all the the life experiences of Kamar because you lived your life. If you died tomorrow and someone came in with a clone of you, I can't guarantee that it, like it would, I can, I could say it looks exactly like Kamar. Like all the, it's all there, but then I could talk to you and be like, well, that's not Kamar. As far as we know what we think we know. Yeah, of course. Listen, I know that you think that the Jamie Foxx walking around right now is not Jamie Foxx. I, I guess suspicions. If if they, we know that they did clone Dolly back in whatever. Yeah, that would be the only um, sector on the face of the earth ever that just that stopped just innovation. Stopped oh no, no, except for traveling to the moon. Oh yeah, right, right, yeah. Well, I guess maybe it's the same thing. There just wasn't enough. Um, Civilian interest. In I'm surprised the, uh, why they didn't use that examples when the guys were talking about AI as examples of what technology sort of cuts itself off because it doesn't want to do the wrong thing. I mean, it's not. We don't know. Like, listen, they might. The company that did that, they might have then been like, "What is the app?" Like, uh, they they now like your brother, for example. I know he wants to clone his cat, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like twenty grand or twenty five grand, whatever the fuck it is, like. Those guys could have just been like, not to say they stopped, but they were like, we just wanted to clone animals so that you could have your best friend back or something like that. And then, like, I'm not saying that they might have stopped there, but then the, I mean, we who knows what the government someone does. it's yes. a re- it's Chances a religious yes. it's a religious going. thing, right? And that's what how it got stopped dead. It's like stem cells. Once the the 
the religion gets involved and claims it's like an affront to God, then that puts the kibosh on it. No, for sure. But we Look just at found the things that, that have been cells is not religion; it's insurance. No, but it is insurance. also religion. Like uh, the Catholics don't like it at all. I don't know why, but uh, um, so John Reeves is worth five million dollars, mm-hmm. but that's not. They're not putting any value on his bones. That's just money he's made from gold mining. Yeah, well, they can't Did you know he bones. was on a reality show called Gold Fathers? I, I've, I've seen it. I didn't you know, have. I didn't yeah. know he was on that episode. Yeah. Or Not an episode. Seasons. No, I didn't see it. He got thrown off because he wasn't mining gold I just, ever. I know of those yeah, shows. Yeah, he just kept finding bones. He just kept bones. finding bones. Yeah. It's like jerk off. <laughs> um, yeah, so clothing exists. Then John... Joe says something about how he doesn't have a bone. Well, you do now. And John goes, I'm going to rectify We're going to take care of that shit. <laughs> like, like he was good in the world. Was gonna go. I know. He acted like a mob boss, like someone was fucking with Joe and he was going to go take care of it. And when you're going to take care of shit, yeah. you don't show up with the 200-year-old bone. You show up with the mammoth. T- yeah. Like, what are we talking about yeah. here? Joe wants a fucking thing for his studio, not a pen holder for the desk. Yeah. Piece them together a little fucking. Put, give him one of the cats. Yeah. The, the saber tooth tigers. The saber tooth tigers. tigers yeah. Well, let's rectify that shit. We want to take care of that shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> so... Joe didn't even know what he was talking about. No one knew what he was talking about. Because he. He must have said, when I go down there, oh, I'm going to donate his bone. And yeah. right before I said, I'm going to take care of that shit. <laughs> I'm going to aggressively remind Joe. He intermittently kept showing his true colors. But again, when questioned, he ha- you have so many bones. Why do you want the back? And I just want to study him. That, that, at the end of the day, he just wants to study him. And what could be wrong with that? Uh, Dennis Sauvin is not a person that's a... Dennis Sauvin? No, I like the way he said it, like a person. Dennis Sauvain. (laughs) Denis Sauvain. And he was able to describe it. They said they had a a small piece of pinky bone. And from that, they created the whole person. That's got to be. Well, they found jawbone too. So he's like, there's a little bit of my DNA in that too. (laughs) (laughs) Every time they recreate it, it looks like him. It's true. Yeah. They just keep making John Reeves. Over and over oh, again. Oh, fuck. Um, he it's kept so weird also, that all the Neanderthals look exactly <laughs> like John Reeves. He also kept bleeding into, um, you know, unrelated uh, right-wing talking points <laughs> like uh, the pandemic handling, um, uh, climate change. Had he said something about, uh, you know, medical procedures and minors, I would have turned this thing off and thrown it out because he was just, you know, pushing his agenda. He didn't go that far. But he did say that um, in one of these, the driest, the sea levels rose uh, 400 meters. Would you believe that happened really fast? That's just wild. Well, yeah, like they find um, uh, whale bones in the middle of the fucking America, right? Like in Ohio or something. And you're like, what the fuck? How did this happen? Kamar, you can't believe that happens. I can. Why not? Because you believe that there's a set amount of water on the earth. And that that cannot increase or decrease. Yeah, this is this is massive melting of glaciers. Well, what glaciers. do you mean you think that there's a set amount of water on He's mentioned, we, he, we, we've discussed this. We have this. consensus yeah. on this, Simon. What about when it rains? That is water evaporating. It, all, so what he's saying is that it, it's all... But these were glaciers, massive glaciers, the tops of mountains, 
heating up so fast that it just no he's right that's water that's already here it's yes just no i yeah, yeah, yeah. no yeah, but i was asking him that's i was asking him to clarify how he uh, and, and well the other thing was you know uh al gore said by now they would have raised 40 meters 400 meters obviously much more drastic but they haven't raised if you go to miami it's a different story i see a lot of pictures in my feeds of places shorelines 40 years ago to today that are the exact same beaches and whatnot. So. It seems crazy too that like, so things get hot, the icebergs start moving, right? Like that's what happens. And Not they icebergs, just, you mean glaciers? Yeah, glaciers, yeah. whatever. Well, there's a big they difference. Ju- they just slowly push their way slow, slow, slow across the countryside, leaving behind, you know, America in its wake. Well, something from somewhere else too. Oh, and things from somewhere else. Yeah, tons of stones. And Well, that's why I've always said when you drive out to uh, British Columbia, from Alberta to British Columbia, well, Saskatchewan's flat. There's nothing there. And then when you get to Alberta, you'll just see giant rocks yeah. in the middle somewhere that can't just well, even come like, to even started there. Even like up at my cottage in the Laurentians, that's like big glacier uh, yeah, it's all, and you'll just be walking through the woods and there is a giant fucking rock and you're like this rock. doesn't make any sense there's no mountain around here this didn't fall off of a cliff face this didn't this, this was carried by yeah but what you're ice. not seeing what you're also not seeing simon is it's all bedrock under there like it's all part of a massive fucking no mountain. no like, these, no no separate, these are yeah it's not no, I get it's it. Sitting on the planet, but it it's, could have pushed it up as it went. This is well, there's a there's a kind of like um, but but this is the point, Matt. Is that you know they'll find stone from like the Grand Canyon in sure it did get carried. There's sure. no doubt about that. These icebergs were so big. By the way, someone wrote in and said the the way they find the age of a tree is they bore into it and get like a core sample, and that's how they figure out the age of the tree. They don't count the rings. That they count the rings using the mm. the section without having out. to kill it. You mean? And someone also sent in that the oldest tree in the world is not in California; it's in like uh, South America somewhere. No, we just talked about it. We just talked about it the other day. Actually, I know, and they think it's, it's in big, America. They think it's big tree lying. Oh, really? Well, I mean, you know, Americans would want to claim the oldest tree. But that makes me think maybe that's how the Egyptians moved all those stones. Just waiting with, for the glacier. With, ice, <laughs> yeah. with giant icebergs. Uh, giant icebergs. They're like, listen, we're gonna by cut, the time we got we're gonna, a spot, just as it melts. Yeah, we're we're going to cut these, and then in five fifty thousand years, they'll be exactly where we Slow need them. Slow roll, like <laughs> our forefathers. Yeah, I just gave you this stat last week, actually. Just, it was that's one why of my, I'm bringing uh, it up, because someone was calling you Methuselah out. Methuselah is yeah, the name of the tree. Someone said that's bullshit. And... Um, is 4,853 years old, meaning it was well-established by the time ancient Egyptians built the pyramids. I mean, that's not true, but that's big tree trying to... Is that it, Kamar? You're done for uh, the... Uh, no, he, John Reeves did something very interesting. Maybe the first time in Bringing Gifts, he brought something for Miss Rogan. His DNA. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was some amulet that was yeah, 250 yeah, years joking. old. And, and, I mean, Joe's in... You know what word I want to try to say? Enthusiasm about, <laughs> about, you know, holding this bone and imagining what it's been through through the ages to get to his desk. It, it is kind of cool. And every time I look at a rock now, I wonder that. Especially a rock that's used for landscaping, say, at someone's house. Yeah, yeah. That started somewhere, and it's the pride of its family because it made it to a backyard. 
as a pool feature. Um, By the way, when you say enthusiasm, you know, you know the guy in uh, Griswold Vegas Vacation, changing five hundred. That's who you sound like when you say it. Is it Ron Howard's brother? No, it's the bald guy. Forget it. Who cares? I don't give a fuck. Lost reference. Uh, I think he misspoke. He said, "If the tusks aren't broken, we fix them," which makes me think he might be making stuff up. He's um, just got a tusk press in his face, three D printing tusk. He didn't get into it, but I guess there is some market for some of this ivory that they have. I mean, it's just sitting there doing nothing, and we want to do experiments on the bones. Um, but there's another income: make piano keys. That the woolly mammoths' tusks. I th- I don't know if he said more than this, but like 250 pounds each. Um, what that would be like, or how strong, and obviously they just grow into it, but how powerful they would be to have heads. It must be the same with um, huge caribou that probably have 100 pounds, and those fall off. Mm-hmm. And what that feeling must be like. Oh. Like to have your tusks. Yeah, oh, your like, neck. Oh, oh, God. Fuck, yeah. Like, it, it sounds cruel, but... It'll be interesting if that company they talked about here do replicate, because I think that's where the cloning conversation was, is the woolly mammoth recreated. Because we have some woolly mammoths. They're, they're obviously made out of wood or whatever on Argyle and... Uh, yeah, the Museum Metcalf, of Nature, yeah. Which I think there used to be one in the museum, but it could be a Mandela effect. Or there used to be a bigger one. And they took that down and put those two back. No, well, they had the mammoth exhibit in there, but I. We should go there. I used to go there once a year just to check it out. Like, yeah, but that'd be a good, like, what it was in the, your imagination when you're half as tall as you are. I mean, you've got enough times, but. Yeah, the building should. is beautiful in there, too, by the way. It's like a castle. What are you looking um, at, Simon? Bets for tonight? You're looking at the six. No, game? I was looking at this is what I meant to talk about in my um, opening. I watched this movie called Predestination. Have you ever seen it? No. It's with Ethan Hawke. I think I have seen it. It's the craziest time time travel movie you've ever seen in your life. Okay, go on. Well, I don't want to spoil it for anybody because I want you guys both to watch it. But pretty much there's like, you know what? You both have to watch it this week. Okay. And I suggest everybody listening, the 12 people listening, should all watch it because it's insane. What's it called again? It's called Predestination. Predestination. Okay. It's on like Netflix or one. As long as it's not on Paramount, I won't give them a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It might have been on Paramount. I don't know. Uh, Boneyard goal is just to get the bones back. (laughs) I just want the bones back and it just. The lady doth protest too much because we know he has warehouses and warehouses of bones and he can't explain why those bones are more important than these bones. He's a man of principle. I guess so. It's a man of principle, Kamar. Oh, you, and you prove see, man he, and animal he, live he, together. Here's the thing, okay? I don't think it's probably a good thing that the government gets a hold of the bones because we see what happens. They just hide them away in the basement of the Smithsonian or something or dump them in the river. You were going to prove to me that it was the government and you put your phone back down. What was the government? The museum that stole his bones. Oh, it is for sure. Um, No, you can't just uh, say for sure. Otherwise, what was I talking about though? His bones, the museum. Um, Museum. Oh, right. We don't want the government to get the bones. Yes. Um, but it also seems crazy that this one guy and his friend, Ethan or son, or I don't even know who Ethan was just kept mentioning Ethan. Yeah. 
that they are in control of all the bones. Like it just, it also seems wrong because this guy like, you know, has a bad day and nobody ever sees the bones again. I mean, listen, I, unlike you, I don't think all the answers to the world lie within this guy's bones. I don't think they do either. They probably don't, but it would be cool to know there was like a, you know, human man skeleton totally intact the way we are today. And it was. Look, we already know. They have, out, man. You're going to find another one eventually. We already know they have no interest in rewriting any history books, so they don't want to bother this guy piecing together any bones. No one gives a fuck. Ignorance is bliss. Who I gives mean, a they shit? slowly are rewriting history in all fairness. Like Denisovans are now talked about freely, or how did he say it? Denis Sauvain. Denis Sauvain <laughs> and Chad GPT. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a line in, um, in uh, don't point at the me. creator. Okay, I'll watch it. This military person's like, um, Neanderthals existed beside humans for hundreds of years, but we ended up raping and killing them. Well, whatever they said, we ended up raping and killing them because we're smarter. And that was sort of like their reason why we have to get rid of AI. I love how the smart thing to do is to rape and kill us. I love how the smart thing to do is rape and kill. The military was saying asterisks. Isn't that interesting? Well, the smart thing to do is rape and kill them. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that, <laughs> like, right? Like, it's just doesn't, that seem, doesn't well, that seem odd? I mean, the smart thing would be to um, not buy the cow if the milk is free. Like, come on, Matt. You sure. gotta be a fucking idiot. You would just think that enslaving a people is better than raping and killing them. Milk that, that too is happened. free. Okay. Um, and Costco selling gold bars, I don't know if that's something to be happy about. I mean, you can get it in bulk. You can't because no, you can it's, only a, it's buy a two per so people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice you try. have to be a member. Nice try. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I wonder about his intentions since he has so many bones. I think he's just bitter. He's got no gold. This guy is just building a house of bones. Am I right? Yeah. I give it a two and a half. Which is cool. Don't get me wrong. The bone house sounds fucking awesome. And to his credit, he said, I told you, Joe, I'm, I'm not coming here to fi- tell you anything new. Uh, I just want my bones back. No, he just we he we he, we put him on the clock and he was quickly off the clock. Oh, because he, was, the, the he might have been the quickest the off the clock in JREE history yeah. in in his defense. Like we put him on the clock and it took less than 2 months for them to find the bones. For them to find him. the bones and him to be off the clock. So yeah. that I wonder how many of those guys went to find the bones thinking they were finding a fortune or find the bones just to prove it right because they're making content out of it that'll generate the money, but they might be disappointed because those bones are worthless. You bring up a good point. That's actually one of the that's one of the the few upsides of the content world we live in is that people can get stuff done just to do it. Yeah, like like dude, there's that guy that goes around and fixes people's lawns for free. Yeah, well, you know that, what I mean? That, like that's back to my Mr. B's Dober, the slow mo guys, or no, Dober Rober. A couple of those get together and they will find the. Aliens. I would be so suspicious if somebody came to my house and was like, "I'll clean your lawn for free." Most people are be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And, yeah. they, and they have no camera. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, 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 you with YouTube? If they have no, no camera, yeah. then they're a serial killer yeah. for sure. No. Oh, you're gonna do this on the YouTube? Yeah. Uh, oh. The what? <laughs> Like I said, I give it two and a half. I can't give it more than a two. It's just very, yeah, very I mean, boring. Uh, even, Two's being generous. Even for a guy who likes this stuff, I didn't enjoy proud this of you, episode. Yeah. 2.5. Okay. We're... All right. That is it. We have wrapped up a year. You're going to get this. This will be your first episode of the year. So I guess I'm doing this kind of bass backwards. Happy Arse. New Year. Happy New Year, I guess. 
That's it. I said it first. We want to thank you guys so much for a great year. We want to thank you for listening. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. We do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Oh, I forgot to say parkour is the first um, uh, topic. But we're also going to do something I stole from another podcast in the spirit of the season. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's great. Um, Rose, thorn, seed. We're each going to go around and choose a rose and a thorn and a seed. Okay. I don't understand what the fuck he's talking about. It must be like fuck, marry, kill. No, a rose is something good that happened. A thorn is something bad happening. A seed is what's going to happen. Just in a reflection of the year. Oh, I hate that so much. We're not doing that. So there you go. Tune in to watch us argue about this. (laughs) Uh, That's it. Thank you so much. We hope you have a wonderful new year. Uh, We hope you have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And as usual... Happy New Year. Come on. Keep your eyes open. I said it last. Happy New Year. Keep your eyes open.